You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome to episode 277 of the KB Mod Podcast. It is May 7th, 2017. It's my birthday month, guys. It's my birthday Ooh. month. I'm kind of... Oh, what a uh, tease. You said birthday and I was thinking, wait a minute, it's not your birthday. I, yeah, no, it's not. It's a couple weeks away. My excitement but peaked and then I just, dropped you know what? straight back I just want to really, I want to celebrate this and try to make myself feel better about turning 30. It's, again, it's a ways away, but I'm just preparing myself. But um, that's true. Yeah. I mean, given that it's possible we don't see you after that. Yeah, no, exactly. As I, mean, I understand like, it, 30 is actually like the end of your life. So, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. at least if, if I'm to believe the fortune teller I talked to in eighth grade uh, that my friends dragged me to when we <laughs> uh, played hooky at school. Uh, yes. She said uh, on my 30th birthday. Uh, well, she, she used she used um, she she spoke in a very heavy Jamaican accent. And um, so it was hard to understand her. <laughs> But I and I believe her name was Miss Cleo. But I do I do recall it not. It, she's basically implied that it was all downhill from 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 thirty. So she, I don't know if that did means she speak sort of in tongues. Was it, was it sayings like the thirtieth trip around the sun? You know, it wasn't. It was like a little bit yeah, shrouded. It was, it was a little bit vague. It was a little bit okay. vague. So I don't. But yeah. So so like you said, I mean, we should just enjoy these these couple weeks that we have before. Yeah. Before I turn thirty. So. <laughs> No, I did. Okay. I, Sunrain, I didn't say it was my birthday year. Okay. That would have been, but I think it's fair. You know, I, I used to, my brother's one of those people though. I'm kind of joking, but he's like, he'll milk his birthday. He'll like, he'll, he'll milk a birthday month. Like he'll say stuff to yeah. me. Like, oh, it's my birthday month, man. When we were younger and I'm like, dude, you don't get a, you get a day. You don't get a I've month. I've definitely okay? seen people, people doing birthday week, but birthday, birthday week, month, birthday fair. month is, is crazy. That's just way too much effort to put into someone's birthday. Like, come on, one day. I already hate yeah. you so much. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. What do you guys, when it comes to birthdays, do you guys, I mean, I don't think anybody really likes surprise surprises. Some people do, I guess, but I think most normal same people don't like. Like, I've had one surprise party, a legit surprise party for me that my girlfriend threw a couple years ago, and it was really good because I was actually, she actually kept it for me, and I was, and it was a good surprise, but. I generally nice. I'm not a I'm not a fan of the, the surprise stuff. What about you guys? I've had I've had one surprise party uh that that legitimately surprised me. Mm-hmm. And and it yeah. was good. Um but also I'm yeah, I'm kind of the same. I'm generally not someone who who likes surprises and I'm yeah. I'm I'm pretty easygoing, so I don't really like I'm not I'm not the person that wants to call a ton of attention to myself. So it's like that one day is kind of more than enough. Um because it's like, all right, I just kind of want to get on with things. Yeah, exactly. And plus, even somebody like me, like I'm, I, I'm generally a social person, and I like being the center of attention. But I don't like being the force center of attention in something that I'm not prepared for. And so, <laughs> yeah. like birthday stuff, like you'd be having happy birthday sung to you, having everybody watch you open gifts. That mm-hmm. stuff makes me uncomfortable, and I'm like, it really should, like, it really shouldn't. But I guess it's more all about like not being prepared for it or not expecting it. So, anyway, yeah. I don't know what. <laughs> Guys, we're, this is uh, this is not a podcast about my birthday, though it kind of <laughs> has become it. But uh, no, uh, episode two seventy seven, and uh, Brad is still on uh, on his hiatus. I hope he's doing well. Uh, again, heard he's out somewhere in the uh, on the Oregon Trail. I think is what he actually texted me. He had spotty reception. But he said it said something like finding finding myself, finding mm-hmm. a lot of things out about myself. And then he sent me three eggplants and one of those squirt emojis. And I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure what it means. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, we miss him and uh, excited to have him back eventually. But was that uh, was that included him. with the photograph of him nude uh, in front of the waterfall? Yes, yes, that was the same. Okay. Oh, you got the same message as me. Oh, was he realize. nude? I think it was a mass text. It was pretty dark um, and it looked like almost night vision, so I couldn't tell. <laughs> gotcha. It's like a green tent. Might have been yeah. just some deleted scene from Ghost Hunters. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought it was actually too. I was like, "Why are you sending me a Ghost Hunter screenshot?" They're not <laughs> even on there anymore. Yeah, but um, no. So um, missing him, but I uh, hope he's doing well. But of course, we've got you know, we've got the rest of the crew, Katie and Brandon. How you boys doing? Mm-hmm. How was your week? Doing you great. Know? I'm so full of chicken. It hurts. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Brandon. What kind of chicken are you talking? What kind of chicken are you talking about? Just, just. I mean, just feasts, dinners, mm, chicken so all chicken over the dinners. place. Just thighs, breasts, drumsticks. <laughs> oh my at god! This, at this point, you know, basically just tried every different, every different type. Right. When you're eating yeah, chicken you know for every meal, it gets rough. People may not realize the joke you're making about uh, <laughs> battlegrounds or the pun about you know winner winner chicken dinner. But they might be thinking that because last week, remember, we had that question or that rather that inf- inf- information about meat being super sexual <laughs> and touching the, the breast. Oh, remember, that's true. So I think people may. Yeah. I think Brandon, you took that to heart. If you're, if you're like listening you're really to these to the chicken. podcast back to back, it almost just sounds like we're just continuing on with uh, <laughs> <laughs> last the, week. the sexuality of meat. <laughs> the yeah. sexuality of meat. Mm. Well, repercussions uh, for fondling it. God, I don't want to think about that ghost dinner now. But yeah, how was uh, anything exciting this week? Uh, we'll get into the gaming stuff and chicken dinners and all that, but anything uh, anything of note? Any fun I'm stuff not full of on? chicken. I'm full of skirt steak. Ooh. Delicious pink flaps of meat. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. It's good Did you, steak, I mean. Yeah. Yes. You just had you just had some for dinner, or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, that's good. Good. I yeah, see you've got delicious. French fries on your bed, so snacking away on those. Yeah, unfortunately, not the edible kind. Just the uh, just uh, the any, icon. Anything's, anything's edible if you try hard enough. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> I think that's Abraham Lincoln did something like that uh, at one point <laughs> in his life, but I think it actually he said anything's a dildo if you try hard enough, but. <laughs> Like it was kind of, it's like a separate, it's not exactly the same quote, but I, I mean, look, I quotes, quotes morph over time. Yeah, it's hard do. to find original sources for anything. It anymore. is, it is, but <laughs> it's a pretty, it's attributed to Abraham, at least on all the, all the websites that I've seen. So, um, well, I, uh, that's good. I'm trying to think. I didn't really uh, have anything right. going on this week, but, uh, I did earlier today get a fraudulent charge on my credit card oh, from GameStop, which is how I knew immediately <laughs> it was fraudulent. Wow, that's yeah, that's how you know. So someone someone wanted to send someone wanted to spend fifty four ninety five at a GameStop on my credit card. Hmm. Wow. I was trying to think what can you buy at GameStop for exactly fifty four ninety five? Because it's like it's such a mm. round number and normally is they charge like tax a- and stuff, so I was right. thinking, what what did he try to buy? Was he or she? What Wii. did he or she try to buy? Sounds like a Wii U game. How much do Wii U games sell for? Oh, Wii U I was game. Yeah, 40, fifty. Like, I was thinking like forty nine ninety nine plus tax. Mm, but then wouldn't the tax maybe. be like you know probably some odd number? It yeah. just yeah. seems yeah. such a such a round number. You see, he might have traded in for to get some store credit. Yeah, we've got we've got an expert like here. Paying the difference. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. No, no no GameStop experience. I'm just you know. 
Getting any any simple human would that figure would that truly out. Truly, be next level if he was trading in a game and then <laughs> paying for the difference with a fraudulent credit card. Wow, this guy's a fucking this guy's a genius. That's a good point. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't really it's not really sound logic. But yeah, hmm. but I don't, that hasn't Damn. happened to me very often. But uh, but yeah, I got a little credit card alert. So I guess I don't know if that guy made out with the uh, one one exactly one purchase at GameStop, but. Uh, <laughs> Too bad. Wow. Game. I honestly can't. I think the last time I was in GameStop, two years ago, at some point in Pittsburgh, I went to, to pick up to just look at like their used releases. But I it just. Yeah. I, I Oh, man, dude. I just. Most of the reason. time. Yeah. Most of the time when I go in GameStop, they just have some like all of their used games you can get like cheaper at other stores. And like they have like. Zelda Yahtzee, which is just like a, a cheap little treasure chest looking thing with like colored dice or, you know, just yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Pokemon cards too. It's just, I mean, when you, when you go I into mean, a GameStop, is that considered like competitive intelligence? Are you taking notes or anything? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm getting all the prices. I, I do. I do like find out what they're giving, like what they're paying people. If they sell in systems because the, the, at my place of employment, we always pay more than what GameStop will give you. Oh, so, okay. Okay. I like the little plug there too. Just end the little day at GameStop. That's, yeah. Like that. <laughs> what are they going to track? But that wouldn't down? be hard. Like you buy, you get a game that's valued at 50 or 60 bucks at GameStop. You, you bring it back, you know, a week later. They're like, um, so you bought it for 60. I can get, let me see here. And they try to act like I, that was the one thing too, at least the one I used to go to back in the day. They would always act like they were like, <laughs> I don't know. At least the guy that I would deal with would act like it, he was like a used car salesman. Like he could talk to his <laughs> boss and come back with a number when I know like they just look at a fucking computer or they would look at a book and it would be like, okay, uh, he walks to give him $16 or give him 20, you know, something ridiculous. Yeah. But he'd well, be like, all right, well, uh, I can do remember. Cause they would take the disc out and they would look at it too. Like they would look at like, if there's any scratches, which I understand, like well, yeah. they don't want to take something that's super fucked up. Uh-huh. But like, I've even had them try to tell me like, there would be like, like scratches that weren't even there, he would be like, "Well, you see," I'd be like, "No, I don't see anything." Get, like, I'm gonna have to take a dollar off for that or something. I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I mean, I've been, and so that's probably another reason why. I mean, I think we've all been there with GameStop. It's like, dude, fuck off. Or people yeah. are too helpful, or they won't leave you alone. Like, you need anything? You need anything? Like, stop. Yeah, stop that talking. happens to me too. Like, I don't and the worst is when... know I mean GameStop. Like, and <laughs> and when that happens, like, I I wish they all had like a collective intelligence because one person right. will ask me, I'll say no, I'm fine, but none of the other employees know that I've rejected help. So yeah. like, it, this happened where every other person on the shift will like ask me for help. I'm like, I just want to look at amiibos. Right. I don't need any help. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I I don't I don't really shop in you know in real life that much anymore. But uh, no. I'll, sometimes no. I'll go with Hillary or whatever you know for if we're out and about. And we went into a department store, and and it was that exact feeling you're talking about, KD. Like mm-hmm. we're in the, you know, she's in like the purses section, and the person comes up and is like, you know, can I help you with anything? It's like, no, no, of course, of course not. These are purses. Like, you know, clearly the person knows what they're looking for, or they're just perusing. And then, like, you know, you you walk twenty feet, and it's like a different person's area. So obviously yeah. that person comes up, and I know they're just trying to be helpful. But that's the that's like the worst part of the experience for me is I have to constantly be like deflecting these people that I know have good intentions, yeah. but then also I know they're on commission. So it's like just right. just let's just stop. Let's exactly. Just stop. 
that's that's all my experience with uh, like Fry's Electronics. Like oh, when you yeah. when I walk into like they, they usually all hang around the uh, the monitor section, and they're just swarms <laughs> of people. Section, I'm uh, I'm one of those monitor section boys. If you come, no, 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 no. I'm saying uh, like like when I go around that area, that's where I notice like like ten or so of them are grouped up, and then like one person will. And this is what really sucks too. Like I feel, I always feel bad when the first person will come up, ask if they need help. Be like, no, I don't right now. And then they'll leave. Be like, actually, I do have a question. <laughs> and I'll ask another associate, and they'll end up like ringing out and getting the commission. And then the other person is just giving me the evil eye yeah. from like aisles down. Yeah. Like, well, you didn't need any fucking help from me, huh? <laughs> is it him? So. Well, see, and that's the thing, like, at a place like Fry's, I can actually sort of understand it because there's a lot of technical details and stuff. Yeah. You actually, that's one reason I would maybe want to go to a Fry's if I wasn't, if if I was, like, a non-tech literate person. You know, like, if Mm -hmm. you could truly trust that the people there were educated about the things they were selling, then you kind of would want someone's help maybe in comparing, like, two models of monitor that are the same size and look the same. Like, my parents wouldn't know the difference between those things. But but then you have the like the whole model is like they're still trying to sell you something and so they'll probably try and sell you the more expensive one or whatever. Like this is what Best Buy is famous for, like famous in a bad way. Uh mm-hmm. you know, for like not infamous. having any idea what the actual specs of the things they're selling are and they're just like trying to, you know, sell you whatever's expensive and the geek squad warranty and all this stuff. It's like Oh my god. Come on. Oh the geek squad. Oh Best my god. Last... Is, I mean when we oh god, we could just rant for hours on GameStop. <laughs> Fucking Fuck Best that. Buy. Going into Best Buy. Like, if you are at a, in a situation where you're in a Best Buy, you've already fucked up. Like, you're already... It's already a bad situation. I'm not saying, like, okay, if it's oh, yeah. you know, Black Friday or something like that, sure, you can get deals. But if you're... Like, I've had a few situations in my life where there's nothing else open or I can't order online because I need it instantly and there's yep. no other electronic store. And I'm in there trying to get something like either an HDMI cable or something super simple. And you go over there and it's like a 10 feet... Eight, 10 foot or five foot HDMI cable. And it's like 50 bucks. And you're yeah, like, and they've, got, and they've got like, they've got like this four brands. Fucking, they've got like the four brands game. of HDMI cables. Yes. Yeah. And you're like, what? Gold plated oh. diamond plate. It's like, what are you? <laughs> and you, then you just realize that the, you know, the average person is like, oh, okay, sure. Uh, even though it's yeah. just literally, it's either works or it doesn't. Like there's been so many tests. Like yeah, it doesn't. The, the, it's it ones and zeros. They either they're it's either going zero or they're not. It's either on or off. But yeah. the gold plated really it makes you feel good. It's just oh god man. Yeah. So that, that buy one. I'm in cable. Best Buy, GameStop, all those. And that, I guess that's one thing with technology that you're, Brandon. I'm gonna bring this back to what we were talking about in the pre-show. Was you talking about how you ordered this TV? You talked about it a week ago or so. I think yeah. it was last week. That you yeah. It. Yeah. And it still hasn't come yet. Yeah, it's still and it's not going to come for like another four days. So by the time it gets here, it will have been like two full weeks. And I was just I we were talking about like I'm I feel so spoiled now with technology where I just sort of take for granted that I can peruse all the different options, find the absolute best one that fits what I need, order it, and have it here inside of two days. And the fact that I ordered this TV, like I did my research and I found the one I wanted, but I had to order this TV off of stupid Vizio's direct website and it's <laughs> yeah. going to take it's going to have been like two full weeks almost when it gets here yeah. it is just excruciating yeah. like I already sold my old TV I just don't have a TV downstairs now because I had this expectation of like when I buy oh. it it's going to come in a couple of days because that's just like the world <laughs> right. we live in now 
But yeah. there's still, no, it fair. makes me forget that there is this world of people that still like go to Best Buy and just buy things, you know, they and do? like are going to department stores and just like shopping for stuff. And that's just yeah. so, that is just not the way I live my life now. No. Yeah. And no Geek Squad is just like so obviously like preying on people who don't know any better. Like I remember last time I went to Best Buy, I was just looking and they had like a a post that of the different like computer services they provide and like the price breakdown. And one of them was uh, install a new hard drive. Now I'm going to go ahead and assume that both of you gentlemen are very experienced with installing a hard drive in a desktop computer and how simple that is. Yeah, and they sure wanted. Yeah, they want $40 for that operation. Of course. Yeah, of course. That just blows my mind. Everything, dude. Like the virus removal and shit. They literally, they literally install Microsoft's <laughs> security essentials and run a scan on somebody's so, laptop. You know what I mean? Or, or they download um, microbytes or whatever else. You know what I mean? Any. <laughs> yeah. Just, anyway, but. That is, I mean, that's the, I mean, not everybody is as, you know, our power or power users like, uh, like ourselves guys. But I feel like it's not, it's not even power users that much anymore. Like I feel like there is, it is more and more just the way that normal people interact online. Sure. Like they go to a website and they look for the highest rated thing and they buy Mm. that thing. And like, generally that's probably better than what they were doing before, which is going into a, you know, a Best Buy and asking the, the clerk, you know, like, hey, which is the best HDMI cable? I don't know what HDMI even does, but I need one for my TV. <laughs> and they tell them, like, well, you know, there's this $20 one, or if you want the gold-plated one, it's $50. It's like, well, all right, I guess I need the $50 one. Whereas now, if you go to if you go to Amazon and you type an HDMI cable, it, like, automatically shows you, you know, the $4 yep. one that everyone's buying. Yeah. So I feel like people are still... Normal people, I think, are are becoming... Uh, like more, a little more literate by accident, almost. Probably more savvy because yeah. because like Amazon just cares about like everyone buying their HDMI cables from Amazon, whereas Best Buy wants to sell you the most expensive thing because you're already in their store. Like right. you're not going to leave yeah. without without the thing you came for. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, this turned into a bit of a rant about. Uh, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Some, I don't oh, even remember either. The fraudulent but... credit card charge. Yeah, fraudulent. Oh, that's, what it was. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Wow. Yeah. So, I hope there I hope go. that guy enjoys his fifty-five dollar item. I was thinking, like, if you're going to use a fraudulent credit card in a store, why not? Why not like buy something real, like fifty-five dollars? Yeah. Why not? Exactly. Why not buy? You know, why not buy oh, something's yeah. like a few hundred bucks because you're only going to get one shot. Exactly. And go all in. Yep. You got reimbursed for the like the charge, right? Yeah, that's how credit cards work. I mean, I'm not okay, liable. I'm not liable for that charge at all. I can't. They canceled yeah. my card. I'll have a new one this week. But like, you just you you just committed a crime for fifty five dollars <laughs> at GameStop. Yeah, like that's you committed really credit weak. card fraud for fifty five dollars at GameStop. I hope that was bigger. worth the crime you committed. <laughs> yeah. That like you know, you're in you're in a GameStop. Like there are cameras and everything. The trail of evidence, yeah. if if they cared, is so clear. Right, right. I remember one time. Oh, hold on. Let's get the old band button. Uh, I remember one time. Um, someone ended up stealing. Like uh, someone left their credit card, uh, or like it was their card on like the counter where I work, and I didn't see it was there, and someone grabbed it, and uh, like you know, just like after they picked up their card. They immediately go to the next door subway and get food. <laughs> and then they immediately go to the next door Best Buy and pick something up. And wow. they were caught within an hour. 
It was yeah. very it was amateur. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Rough. I feel like there there are so many. There are just so many details about like everything you do now that it just seems like what is the payoff of doing something like that? How do you think you're going to get away with it? Yeah, it's people just. I, I assume they just don't know any better. Like they think they just don't know what alerts are. Like how some people can set that up. But. Yeah. Yeah, I've better. been pretty. See, I've I've had my information. I've just been unlucky. I've just had, I've had a couple credit cards where I've had like, at one point it was even extra life a year or two years ago. Brandon in Orlando, I got a call when we were there. Someone was like, uh, "Are you in?" Someone was like, "Are you in New York right now?" I was like, "No, I'm not." They're <laughs> like, "Okay, so you didn't spend five hundred dollars <laughs> on Exxon Mobile?" I was like, "No, <laughs> definitely not me." They're like, "Okay, we figured as much." Um, so I've had that, like I've had people go, see, I've had the opposite. I've definitely had people go all out on my, my credit cards. Like, and I'm like, okay, I see what, like, I don't know, like if they're, if, what they're doing with their purchases. Like they're filling up their entire uh, families, like, <laughs> you know, like they're just filling cars with gas. Cause they're like, well, this thing's going to stop working at some point. So yeah, I mean, I guess like, it's like, I could at least understand it a little more if you're just, if you're trying to get away with one big purchase, because you know that it's not going to work afterward, but right. just like, exactly. I don't know, man, I just, I don't. I guess I will. I'm not sure I'll ever understand the mentality, like the mindset you're in, <laughs> having a fraudulent credit card and just strolling into a GameStop, yeah, grabbing something, and being like, "Cool, got got what I came for." <laughs> Gotta yeah. go home and play my Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild with my <laughs> Sonic don't Boom. Ever, don't ever catch me. Shouldn't have stopped for the Subway sandwich though. On the way. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah, I mean, for right. his sake, I hope he had another credit card because, like, you can't even get you can't even get home. You can't buy anything after that. I shut you down immediately. You just have. Do these people just walk around with a bunch of fake credit cards? I feel like if you're really deep in the game, maybe that maybe they just like this is what I was thinking. Like, maybe he had a ton of them and he just cycles through. You know what I mean? I guess that's like, the thing. Is like, I guess if you do this all the time, maybe there's some sort of rhythm to it yeah. that you just you literally only use them once because you expect them to get canceled or something. Still, and maybe the other thing too. What, what if low? What, here we go. Now we're really getting mad. But what if the low purchases are because they know uh, that stores that, that the credit cards are not going to Ooh. bother with a fifty-four dollar purchase? You might be like, right. Who cares? You might actually like, be right. You know what? Actually, awesome. that does make a lot of sense. That like the people that don't have alerts turned on. If you just yeah. see a fifty-dollar GameStop charge on your on your card and you have kids yeah. or something, maybe sure. you're just like ah, that you know, that was probably that was probably the kids getting something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure yeah. there's a I'm sure there's a method to the madness. Definitely. Yeah, but I'm sure that's, that's the mo- that was the most exciting it. thing that happened all week was me getting a text message hitting <laughs> no that wasn't me and uh and getting a new credit card. Hey, that's not, <laughs> the hey, joys of adulthood. Not... Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Squarely in adulthood. All right, well let's talk about uh games a little bit. Katie, let's start with you. What have uh what have you been playing this week? Sure. I know we had a little bit of overlap, but uh Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just more Persona Five, man. Yeah, just, I, I mean, if I oh, absolutely. If I had no real world responsibilities, mm-hmm. that would be it. It would just be Persona Five. There's just I have, I think, twenty eight hours at this point because I haven't really sat down and like just mm-hmm. wasted my life, you know. But it's it's a dangerous game, like <laughs> oh, man. But um, yeah. Other than that. Uh, let me let me just hit the old recent tab on Steam. Uh, played some Sonic Adventure 2. 
really? throwback. Really? Yeah, well, yeah. Funny. I was thinking of um, I was thinking of doing like a video about that, and so I was getting some gameplay started. A new file. I've got a name for your video if you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, emo the hedgehog. Yes, there it is. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That'll get views. That That'll name. definitely honor. It's you playing yeah. while reading fan fiction about oh. that's good. <laughs> Sonic. That's good. There's this great. I mean, I didn't look it up. I mean, I watched like a dramatic reading of it, but there's this this fan fiction called Sonic High School that was like written by someone of a, a very low intelligence, and it, it's just <laughs> amazing. It's um, it. it's 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 awesome. But yeah, that game is just so much nostalgia. Like that game has problems, but I, I can I can sink hours. That was pretty much all I played on my fucking GameCube in elementary school, Sonic Adventure 2, raising my chow. That was it, man. But uh I know you have a soft spot in your heart for Sonic. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a <laughs> all right. He's got a soft spot in his heart, but he's got a hard spot somewhere else. That was good. I, I just slapped my knee for you. Oh man. <laughs> Good morning. That was good. Here. <laughs> no, no, no. But um, yeah, that was good. And then um, what else? I really wanted to. I would have played more Rocket League, but I'm in this awkward space where I, I don't want to play more because I know I'm gonna lose my rank. I know I'm gonna like in my duos rank. That's my most prized possession. I'm gold three right now. I mean, as of the month ago, I played. I was uh, I was gold three, mm-hmm. so I, I don't want to play more because I know I'll lose and it'll go down. But then again, I'm scared to log on because I know that I'm deranking. Like I was gonna it's, say, it decays. Right so yeah, it decays. I know, so. but I'm just I'm scared to log on because I know it's gonna be gone. But I'm really helping no one right now. But. <laughs> Not playing. I love this frozen in fear, Katie, over his, over the rank. Uh, like you're like, I mean, I should play, but I don't want to see. Wow, you really are paralyzed, Katie. Listen, dude. Just the man rank, dude. Does, like, I understand it's a prize possession, oh, but man. Man, just get on there, play a few games, and whatever your rank is, your rank is. It doesn't define you as a person. Okay. Oh my god, right. it's way All too right. precious, man. And uh, you know me, I get pissed at video games. Yeah, like you, that's. You know, yeah. Uh, like and that brings me into the next thing I've been, or the last thing I've been playing, uh, mm-hmm. Battlegrounds, which will be mm-hmm. a nice segue. Which uh, uh, this, oh my god, when we, when you and I and Al Sham Noel all played mm-hmm. with Frost, mm-hmm. and it was up to me and Sham, and I blew it. Like mm-hmm. everyone moved on, but that yeah, ruined you were us. really having a tough time with it. I was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, dude. dude. No, I I could have won. I could have no. And this sounds so like corny, like no, going on I, about that. But I hear that was, stick with you. They really no. do. That was tragic. Right. Yeah, you were really hard on yourself, and I was like, I mean, I was watching the whole thing. I was like, I mean, yeah, it was like, I don't think it was a guarantee. I wasn't like a free round. I don't think like, but like if you listening to Katie, you would have thought he like, you know, he like totally <laughs> failed. He was like, oh, God, lives no. were at stake. I heard a little slamming of the desk, and he's like, "Oh God, I suck!" Like, God, like, it's, <laughs> it's fine, dude. Like, it wasn't, you know, you guys finished top ten. It was close, and you're like, "No, no, I just suck at this." I was like, oh, "All <laughs> right, dude. Did I really say it like that?" It kind of, well, you sound you uh, you were a little you were a little wound up, but I mean, it's uh, no. it's good though. The passion's good, man. You want to see some fire? I'd rather play with people like that who care about winning than you know who don't. But there is definitely a balance there, but. It just yeah, means a lot you're of my for those chicken dinners, man. You're famished, and you you know I gotta have them, man. Like I've got like 
what, 10 wins? That's nothing. Yeah. And, and all I really need is someone to carry me. Frost, if you're listening, Brandon, <laughs> if you're free after the cast, let's just go. Yeah. Let's get some Ws. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, Wait, I'm so- full. What I was gonna, <laughs> what I was gonna ask was Outlast Two. Did you play any? Because we talked about it last week. Uh, like, I'm I'm at a part of it where it's just I I don't really I need to get that motivation back. I haven't really progressed any further. I'm at the part where I'm on that bridge where a bunch of flies swarm you and you wake up hanging upside down. And yes. I think I I just got past that. Okay. And I okay. I don't know, man. It's just I'm not feeling it. Okay. I feel it anymore. Right. I, I know I need to just. It's not a short game, you know. No, I mean, it's not super short. It's not super short. I mean, like yeah, it's not like a three-hour experience. It's going to take six to seven hours to eight hours. I mean, if you read everything, yeah. probably seven. Mm-hmm. So, and I know well, and also too, you don't really. I mean, you don't really like playing those. T- like, that's a pretty. It's a pretty intense game to play by yourself. The way that, and that's one thing with like streaming those games. It's fun because. You have the chat experience, and that's that's part of it. Oh but yeah. By myself, like I wouldn't be like I wouldn't be playing Outlast by myself. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's. So that's I, I get too. I get that I understand. Like I get it. I can't really can't really talk because that's not something and, an experience that I would want to, on my own. Like I don't. Need yeah, to. and playing it. Uh, yeah, playing a pre-release was another thing too because it was compelling because like I was playing it before everybody else. But now it's like if I wanted to, I could just load up your vod. Yeah. And watch that. That's true. That's true. Uh, uh, honestly, you, I mean, if you're not going to finish it, just do that. But you can just skip to the end, uh, or I don't know, watch the last like hour, and then watch. We basically spend an hour uh, upset at the end. So really, that, that's pretty fair. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the uh, it's not. You're not really missing. I guess it's not like a must play where you know you're missing anything. Anyway, I won't spoil the ending, but it's disappointing to say the least. Okay. I think I might wait for a night when I have some friends over and we all like play it together. I think that might be. The, actually, too. there you go. That's a good idea. Yeah, with the, with a group of people in person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. And then lastly, played one match of CSGO with some good buds. Timmy, the yin and the yang, some pals. Yeah, we got a solid win. I had to nice. dip early. But uh, wait, but yeah, the game was over. No, I, I mean I only played one game. I didn't. Play oh, okay, after that. okay. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, first half. Yeah, I've got to go, guys. <laughs> all right, see you guys. Both the bots. Really, that's all you played this week, Katie? Huh. That's it, honestly so much Persona Five. Yeah. Okay, that's all you. Hmm, nothing else. I, I had a real. Week. Oh shit! Wow. Yeah, I did wow. play. You know what? Oh, no, dude, it's fine. Don't Listen, it's on Origin. I, no, I spaced it. Mention. No, it's fine, dude. Hey, you know how what? about I'm we segue into? How about we segue into what you've been playing with this next title that we both have played? Well, I'm One. not even sure I, I even played it because you didn't even. It didn't even wasn't a blip on your radar, so I'm not even sure it happened. To be honest. All right, uh, buddy. What do you? What do you? What are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> so you want to no, wait until right. Wednesday to play some? Yeah, that's true. No, um. We did okay. I'll go into what we've been playing. So we, Katie's and uh, Katie and I decided that, or Katie put the idea out that we should play through Dead Space three together because while not a great game, it is a co op experience that offers a lot of the framework for what we like in a co op game. Mm-hmm. So uh, we decided to uh, we started that up on Thursday. We played what do we play about three hours, maybe three and a half hours. Yeah, yeah we play, hours. we're playing it on the hardest difficulty, which at, at first it seemed. Like it wasn't going to be an issue, right? We were kind of mm-hmm. blowing through it, and then we got to a section where there was a lot of enemies, and 
it just it ramped up a bit, but um, yeah. it's one of us had to do a puzzle, and the other one yeah. had to like to the other person. And yeah. so you're dealing, and the enemies hit pretty hard. And having not really played, I did play through Dead Space one a long time ago, but mm-hmm. getting used to the mechanics again and all that kind of stuff. But it's not a bad like Dead Space three. Uh, again, it's it's. I think it suffers from because I didn't play Dead Space two, which I know people love. Oh, but it's on. not. It's not a Dead Space. You know, it's it's like um kind of what they did with Resident. I, would you say the Resident Evil six comparison or even five? Yes, is, is fair. Where it's like Absolutely. okay, they went yeah, they just went action and it's yeah, it's not is, really yeah. scary. And it's not Especially, like a bad game. Like mechanically, it plays fine. It's just mm-hmm. pretty cheesy and over the top. Yeah. You have to go uh, into it thinking you know I, all I want is gameplay. You know, right. I, I'm, if you're a Dead Space fan, you're gonna be disappointed. Especially yeah. like I was saying, there are like videos you can look up of like old directors talking about like the original plans for the game and how like the co-op is like so obviously thrown in last second. Like the co-op character yeah. is just like like they dropped his model in the cutscene. No one else reacts to what they say. Yeah, and they're just going yeah. off like and, and like the single player cutscenes. Characters will just stay quiet for certain lengths of time, like to like make space for like the call guy to talk. But um, yeah, it's just it's so it's so sad because that was during a time like EA, and they probably still do. But they wanted everyone, or, or I'm sorry, every single game of theirs to have multiplayer in some form. Like Dead Space Two had this kind of like uh, PvP where one team was like humans and one team was necromorphs, which was actually pretty like cool because it didn't really like. Uh, it didn't really um, infect the single player, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But Dead Space, yeah, but yeah, Dead Space Three, they went all out, and you know, for better or for worse, it's it's still fun. If I would say, if the rest of the game is like what we experienced from that puzzle room on, yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy it. Yeah. As long but, um, as it, like, it ramps up, like the uh, I'm I'm fine with the difficulty being ramped up on whatever we're playing on. What is the mm-hmm. what is what do they call the difficulty? Impossible mode. Impossible, which is definitely not impossible. It's but, not, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So no, that was no. that was fun. I'm join. It'll be fun to go through that. Play, continue to play through that with you. Yeah. Um, but but um but that first level in that game is one of the the worst first levels. <laughs> You're terrible. immediately doing cover based shooting with human enemies in a Dead Space title. Yeah, and it's just uh, it's it's such a I'm not even gonna think of some sexual term, but <laughs> you, you know it's terrible. Yeah, it's it's rough. Um, and in case you know people are like yeah, Dead Space Three came out four years ago, and they're like, you think we don't know this? Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe you've forgotten, or maybe you've never played the Dead Space franchise. But yeah, mm-hmm. one and two, if you want the uh, if you want. The oh my god, two is a. I'll be honest, that was a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard. I'm gonna have to. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that'll play through at some point. Um, uh, beyond that, uh, Battlegrounds um, as well. Enjoying. I mean, it's just it's a great game. I, I mean, I won't. Mm-hmm. I won't spend it. I mean, I feel like we spent forty five minutes. I feel like every week we spend forty five minutes to an hour talking about how much we enjoy Battlegrounds. So I won't <laughs> we say do. more than that. Uh, they did have. Um, you know, there's still a bunch of stuff to be done on the game. I, um, they had the invitational for the charity, which was kind of cool. Uh, the camera work and stuff like that. The spec client, a lot of that stuff needs work. I'm excited. It's gonna yeah, be but good. I mean, can we can we talk about the fact that they already have a at least a working spectator right. client? It wasn't I perfect. Mean, it it was rough. Yes, but like it was they have a spectator client 
that worked. Yes, is, no, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could tell what was happening, and that is, yeah. And again, if you look at time, it's like this game has been actually out in alpha for a couple months, like, and we're you know it's a pretty fat. The pace is pretty impressive. So I was I was totally. really I was really I was impressed that their spectator client worked like as well as it did for yeah that being such for a brand new game. Yeah, and um, mm-hmm. Chess pointed this out, but yeah, I cannot like custom once they unlock the custom games uh, as like a feature where we can you can just customize and invite people to your own lobby that's going to be so fun like i'm just thinking about for stuff in my own uh twitch stream and like um having like sub games or whatever else and, yeah, being and able i to think like limiting being able to limit the you know limit the yep. different variables will be so neat because exactly. like i think yeah. that uh and i actually think that may be sort of a way to guide the development team for how they should balance the base game because if mm-hmm. they start seeing everyone making custom games that have like you know, fewer ARs or fewer scopes or something like that. They can they can sort of maybe tell, hey, the community seems to seems to be playing these games because they, that's what they desire out of the base game. Right. So they can maybe take some cues on how they should balance based on you know the majority of custom game data. So I imagine that'll be a, a big help. And I'm I'm looking forward to maybe being able to play custom games like you know pistols only or something you know something just Ooh. completely ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. No, totally. um, that you know that you would literally never see happen in the normal game. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be good. So yeah, I've been playing that. And that's basically and you know Counter Strike as per usual. But there's the main stuff. Brandon, I'll kick it to you. I know, yeah, obviously um, Battlegrounds. But yeah, no, that's that's basically all I've been playing is Battlegrounds. Yep. Uh, I've played quite a bit this week. We got uh, played a bunch yesterday. Actually, got a first place. Got a second nice. place, uh, which should have been a first place. Uh, mm. But thanks to Justin Wong, it was a second place. <laughs> mm. and, uh, <laughs> a little bit of a choke, uh, choke or something. Or? It's uh, yeah. I mean, choke is a is a word for it. Yeah, um, he got turned on pretty hard after missing like five, six bullets. So, um, but you know, it's mm. okay. Uh, the whole night we were. I mean, we got a bunch of top five finishes. Um, and I think what I attribute that to is that I have dis- I discovered recently, and some people may already know this about the game, but when you jump out of the plane, mm-hmm. you initially think, oh, I can't get very far when I jump out. Like, I need to jump oh, to yeah. somewhere relatively close to the plane, go straight down, try and get down as quick as possible. I have discovered that a potentially better tactic is yes. if you jump out of the plane and pull your parachute immediately, you will oh. be amazed at how far you can mm-hmm. get. So, like, mm-hmm. there, there have been times where we have, like, I've jumped out of a plane that's gone across the center of the map. And if you pull your parachute early, like you can actually make it all the way down to military. Oh, so, like, yeah. I've had I've had a few games recently that I think we ended up doing really well because we took mm-hmm. a gamble that no one else would go as far as we were going to. And like yeah. one of these games, we literally had the military base all to ourselves because mm-hmm. we because like people just don't realize how far you can get with your parachute. Um, but and obviously yeah. the downside is that it takes a lot longer to hit the ground. So you're yeah. at a slight disadvantage when it comes to the time. You don't get as much right. time to loot, but sometimes it can be worth it. So yeah, that's now like that's knowing... the one thing too about the deepness of this game and like the ways that you can play it, right? And people are still discovering stuff like that. Like, and even like I was even just gonna say you were talking about pulling your parachute early, but like stuff like even like tapping W if you mm-hmm. are falling, and mm-hmm. like the same thing, you can get like you can be in the middle of the map and go left or right all the way to the edge, yeah, depending on when you jump. Uh, 
can still get down at a decent for like a fairly decent pace so yeah yeah there's like, like there's a lot i feel like there's a lot to learn fast. about the game even once you understand the sort of the base mechanics yeah. um because like the sort of the parachute thing and understanding how far you can actually get from the plane and estimating you know what you can reasonably get to just by parachuting um is a big benefit and then the thing that i still need to get better at is uh is like identifying loot by by looking at it so not actually having to run over to it and hold you know hit uh hit your inventory and see oh right. wait i don't actually want any of that like if you watch if you watch some you know some streamers who play the game a lot they basically yeah. pass over loot because they can already recognize if it's something they need and yeah. i'm not quite there yet so but that you can you can you know if you can speed up how quickly you can loot by like yeah. one and a half times like if you can go one and a half times quicker than someone else then you're at a huge advantage toward the late game because you're so much more geared out for you know for how many houses and stuff you hit so it's just yeah. uh it's just such a fun game i mean the the it, there's still some frustrating parts about it obviously like you know the yeah. the tick rate is really low uh you'll mm-hmm. definitely die sometimes you know even behind after cover. you yeah like behind cover and stuff like that stuff is frustrating but i feel like that's still sort of it's still not that common like a lot of times when you die it's it's because you did something wrong or they did something right and yeah. uh it's just man there's no better feeling than getting first place Nope. Um, yeah, and it your heart is pounding, man. When you get that win, like it's wor- it's all worth it for like, like a single a single win in a night makes the whole yeah. night. Like it really it does. does. Oh um, yeah. So Absolutely. I just have I basically like never rage at the game when playing yeah. with friends because it's like if you if you all end up dying, sometimes you just you just have to respect the other yep. team. Like we we had one game uh, yesterday where or maybe today where we were uh, we were like all geared out. We had it was a group of us four. We were all geared mm-hmm. out, and uh, we were going into the circle. We had driven our, our Jeep into the house. All the doors were closed, mm-hmm. and like I neglected to, to completely go around the house and look at the first mm-hmm. floor. I roll in, and there's dudes all waiting for us, and like we, we ended up actually taking them out, but they took out two of us, and so you know we ended up not winning. But it was like, you know what? Can't even be mad about that because we, we could have played better. Yep, exactly. It's like we could always, could have always, you know, feel like you could always have done something differently or handled the situation to like a better way next time. So, yeah, like you oh, can, I know that feeling. It's like sometimes you think, oh, we were a little, we were a little too aggressive. Sometimes you think, oh, we were a little too cautious. And you always yep. have to find that right balance of moving yep. in, being aggressive when the circle's going in, but then being cautious when you want to take cover. It's just. It's it's just a great game. Like I'm I'm really excited to see where it goes, especially after watching the Invitational, um, and you know seeing seeing what looks like this kind of I, I'm I'm going to use the word lightly, but like esports potential, um, like what a what a tournament setting for that game might look like. Look yeah, looked pretty exciting to me. Yes, definitely. What else besides anything besides Battlegrounds, or that's basically um, no like? nothing else. Uh, I wanted yeah. to get in some Quake Champions. They sent out. Uh, they they did another round of the beta testing this week, and they sent out like everyone that was in the beta got three keys to give out to people, um, and so I gave out three keys. Like a bunch of people had gotten keys, and we were going to play Quake Champions this weekend, but then Battlegrounds happened. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, any game not called Battlegrounds uh, just got pushed pushed off the plate this week. Rip. Definitely. All right. Well, we'll. Uh... Real quick, talk again. We're going to talk every week up until it actually happens. But 
you know, that extra life lamb, uh, we announced the dates not that long ago, but August 18th, 19th and 20th is when, uh, extra life will be happening. Obviously our charity event we do every year, a lamb. It's always a great time. So just keep that, you know what, mark it on your calendar, put it wherever you need to. Um, just remember it again. There will be lots of other reminders, you know, safe, put some money away. If you, uh, a lot of people like to hold on to their cash that they're going to donate to charity or whatever else uh, for this event and spread it out over the events. Always a good idea to do that because there's awesome prizes. I mean, we, we really, I mean, we've been doing this a long time, Brandon, but there are so, I feel like every year there's the prizes improve in some form, you know, oh, whether yeah. it's the PC, I mean, that crazy SSD we had to give away that was like 1500 or $1,800 <laughs> SSD we had last year. Yeah. We like, always, we're, we're usually able yeah, to get our hands on some pretty cool prizes and hopefully this year is no exception. So I'm not saying don't exactly. give to charity until then. I'm just saying like maybe <laughs> yeah, don't no, sure. maybe maybe don't give like all of your charity money yeah, maybe, before uh, then. Hold on to a little bit, maybe. Yeah, for sure. Keep keep a little bit for the kids. August eighteenth, twentieth. Make them wait. <laughs> make, <Exactly>. them wait. <laughs> make them wait. Make them wait for your money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not the give them something to look forward to. These opinions, Katie's and 18's opinions, not the official opinions of KB1. <laughs> I mean, look, if you want to walk into your local children's hospital and write them a check, there's nothing I can do to stop sure. you. But, Absolutely. you know, if, if they can wait until August. Wait a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Maybe. Maybe. Um, all right. Let's jump into uh, some news right here. And the first thing we're going to talk about. Um, oh, God. I, sorry. I'm, I'm trying to think of a segue to go from. Does anybody have one here before I say what the story is? Any, anybody have any? Uh, let, let's segue God get it. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sure a lot of you are excited to see us at Extra Life. Uh-huh. Speaking of a company, now let's let's. Oh, I ruined it! <laughs> God damn it! It was going somewhere, but then I blew it. <laughs> oh, that was the worst segue. I... Oh, speaking of seeing things. Oh my god. There was there's a good segue somewhere in there. No, but just finish oh. the thought. Just finish the segue. Speaking of seeing things, let's jump over to a company that is working on improving the way that you see things. Wow. <laughs> okay. This now, is... if that had been the first attempt, oh. I would have given you some credit. But... Your dog is upset. You, you, She's so mad. She's so oh. mad at you. Literally, uh, I can't hold the room. all these hahas, dude. She's God. upset. Somebody help me! Oh, oh. all right. Okay. Well, that's that oh, is brutal. God. Literally, Katie's Katie. Just for the audio listeners, Katie Zen's camera has been on his dog uh, on his bed, and she literally, after that segue failed, barked and jumped off the bed. She was that mad. She literally. Wants she to was be that mad. angered by it. Chelsea's oh out. God, I'm still zoomed in. She's done. All, all right. right. Well, leave that angle there. I'll I'll just know from now on if you don't have a segue prepared I won't uh, I won't kick it to you unless uh, you're right. I don't even, think even if he does that. have a segue prepared can we take another risk like that <laughs> I don't know it's a little no, scary. <laughs> when I think about it I don't think I've had a podcast yet where I've nailed the segue uh, I think one every of, one school... of these days so, really? I, I mean sometimes yeah you've nailed, you're right you've nailed some you've nailed some i feel like you've had some decent yeah, i mean i feel like it's it's not even that hard either you just have to think of it beforehand like here I'm here ready. we go all right speaking, yeah, I was on the... speaking of an extra life one oculus studio not getting theirs Ooh, that was nice. oculus is winding down story studio uh nice. it's like a vr 
What was they? They basically were like a VR. They made a, a series of VR shorts. Um, so Lost, Henry, and Dear Angelica. They were like mm-hmm. um, short VR films, and uh, and Oculus is shutting down that studio. Uh, so I thought this was kind yeah. of an interesting article to call out because I'm just curious. Like you can you can read on their blog, you know, a little PR statement or whatever. Um, they they committed. Uh, $250 million uh, to fund VR content last year. And yeah. they say now they're going to carve out um, $50 million from that commitment to go to uh, non-gaming experiential VR content. So I guess they're, they're sort of trying to put a silver lining on the closing of the studio that they're going to basically support like, you know, other, other studios creating this sort of content, I guess, instead of doing it themselves. Mm. which uh i guess if you i feel like if you want to put the negative spin on it it's like i think oculus maybe wants to push the risk along to other companies because i'm guessing that like you wouldn't shut down a studio unless unless like right. the you know the return just wasn't there because they're part of facebook now you know i'm sure they probably are getting more rigorous processes and they probably look at the you know how much it costs to maintain that studio and how much they would think that studio could make, and maybe that num- those numbers just didn't make sense. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know what like what what is your guys' read on this? You know what my read is because I've been super uh, <laughs> not uh, I wouldn't say negative towards VR, but I skeptical towards if I mean again obviously the technology has improved. It's probably the most far along that we have seen uh ever obviously in the history of of the medium but i this this to me sounds you know i don't i don't want to get like i don't i'm never excited over people losing their jobs but this just kind of sounds like maybe they kind of overstated or got a little bit ahead of themselves as far as like how uh, um quickly adopted this technology was going to be uh, you know, again, like, I think there's probably more factors than that, but I think this kind of, for me, signals a little bit that like, all right, let's slow our roll a little bit. Um, yes, the technology is improving and stuff like that, but cause I'm still not sold on the fact that like, we talk about this every time VR comes up, but I, I don't know what it's going to take for me to have a VR headset of some kind in my house, but I'll tell you, it's not going to happen in the next couple years. I don't think, I don't know about you guys, like Katie, you're pretty, you know, we're all pretty avid gamers, you know, some yeah. of us have more disposable income than others, but I don't see any kind of VR experience being at a price point anytime soon that I'm going to be like, because it's nothing more than a novelty right now. And I don't exactly. think it's going to change the way that we play games either. I think it, you know, I, I'm like, I'm excited for cool experiences. Like it'd be awesome if there's, I know they're already working on stuff like an interactive VR movie you know, I, like once that product's out there and stuff and it's more mm-hmm. compelling and there's a lot of stuff like that and it's not in this infancy stage where I'm running around some haunted house. Like it, that's cool. I get it. It's immersive. There's some yeah. really cool tech demos and stuff like that and experiences. But even when I watch like those zombie games, uh, there's that mm-hmm. one zombie game. I forget what it's called. It looks cool and you, it's a couple hours to play through and there's a story and all this. But I'm even like it's just it's so primitive at this point. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I think, I think that's also for me. That's why so, it seems like it's. Uh... This is a, what you're saying is basically that you're looking you're looking for games to get better, but also potentially experiences outside of games, which is sort of what this studio was like, sort of working on was right. you know non gaming exactly. experiences. 
So it's just it seems that's weird why to it me. signals to me that like yeah like like that they're shifting. It's just like, basically like, oh, like it's such a weird fast. it's such a weird thing to say like we're closing down our studio dedicated <laughs> to non gaming experiential VR content, but you yeah. guys. You guys keep going. keep going on ahead. We're gonna just we're gonna give you some like we're gonna have fifty million dollars to give some of you and like hopefully it works for you guys, but we're gonna not stop doing it ourselves. That seems like such a weird message to send. Um because right. it, it wouldn't I think it would be fine if they had never opened that studio in the first place and just sure. said, Look, we wanna fund, you know, this content, we want we wanna invest in some of it. But for them to open the studio and then subsequently end up closing it and then say no, no, no. Mm-hmm. We're still committed to growing this stuff, right? Like that's I I don't know. That seems like kind of a hollow thing to say when you're literally doing it in an announcement where you're getting rid of people's jobs <laughs> that we're doing this sort of content just in right. a, like an official way for Oculus. Yep. No, definitely. It is it's a little bit weird to try to read between the lines of, of exactly what they're saying, but obviously that's why we're able to talk about it and and take guesses, but um I'm yeah, kind of I think with you, it's though. Cool, like, I think I just, it's it's. Yeah. I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing the must-have experience. I'm not seeing the no. uh, what what people in technology like to call the killer app. Exactly. You know, like, what is what is the reason that everyone's got to own one of these? And I'm just not. I'm not seeing it yet. Um, and mm-hmm. I hope I want yeah. it to be. I want it to end up being awesome. I want it to get there, but it's just. I think it's still very expensive, and so maybe that's one barrier. But even yeah. even if it wasn't expensive, like I'm still not, I'm just not seeing the thing that makes everyone want to own one of these. And um, yeah, mm-hmm. I was think like, uh, what was I listening to recently or watching recently, where I was thinking about playing a game in VR or like an experience in VR, and yeah. I was thinking about how you actually like you have to dedicate your whole self to that thing you're doing. And mm-hmm. I realized, and I've realized this a lot, like when playing uh, Battlegrounds, right? I've got three monitors. And so if I die in Battlegrounds, like I just tab out and I'm doing other stuff. In a, in a VR game, there is no tabbing out. There's no multitasking. Mm-hmm. There's no, hey, let me like click over here and look at this thing or have this map up on the other. Yeah, screen. you've got to dedicate yeah. yourself. You are literally, sure. you're just like, if you're going to play a game for four hours, you are playing the game for four hours like you were just in <laughs> Let me that check experience my phone. yeah and no, i thought that's, that's like that's a good point i feel like mm-hmm. that's one of those things where i didn't i mean it's kind of obvious when you say it out loud but i hadn't thought about like that yeah. might actually be one of the barriers is i feel like yep. people sort of the way people are playing games more and more is kind of that either multitasking or like playing on the go obviously people play mobile games a lot whereas vr is like the other way where you you have to be dedicated to that one thing you want to do, mm-hmm. and I just don't know that I don't think necessarily more people over time are doing that one dedicated thing. Like people are multitasking. You're watching TV while you look at your phone. You're like, you know, people are doing more things at once, um, and not fewer. So I don't know. It's just that right. I was thinking about that recently. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I mean, I've I've worn an Oculus. I've worn like a PSVR. They're both, they're definitely very cool, but at the point where it is right now, it's it's exactly what you said. It's just novelty. Like when you think about the money you're putting into that, you could get something like you could get a better graphics card, and that would just be a guaranteed improvement, like yeah. a guaranteed big improvement to everything you're going to play. Like VR, there's no, there are no like titles that you absolutely have to play with VR, like. No. Yeah, it's just there's no killer app, I guess. 
And there's yeah, like, and there's not, no there's no like Zelda, there's no Mario. I feel like there's no yeah. even in games, there's no like killer game where you have to have VR to play mm-hmm. it and everyone's talking nope. about it. And maybe mm-hmm. maybe that can happen um if there's something outside of games that ends up being what everyone talks about, but I'm yeah. just I I don't know. I feel like we keep waiting for it, but we've been waiting kind of a while now. And yeah, for exactly. a while. It doesn't to me, that is the indication, not the indication that it can't get to that point, but that's just still, it's, people were calling it way, way too early. And again, I think the the improvements in the actual technology are impressive, but even the little things like you're saying, Brandon, like that ass for the average person, like that is, it's already a product that's, uh, it's already a niche product, right? And so then you're going to ask beyond that, like the amount of attention required to even participate in experience. So that that kind of uh, brings you down to even the more hardcore. Because sure, everybody that goes to a game show or E3 or you know PAX or whatever else and puts the headset on, and they play for twenty minutes. That was mind blowing because it is the first yeah. couple times you do it. It is it's a cool mm-hmm. thing, but it making it more than just a parlor trick. And I'm, I'm not saying the tech isn't actually there because it is actually really cool. But that's not enough uh, for people to actually adopt it. And for me, I was thinking, what what kind of experience could I be offered that would be willing for me to pay for the money? or pay the money to get a setup for myself. And right now there's, there's not much. Like if there was something like, I want to see less about the gaming side of it. And I want to see an experience with like, I want somebody to make some kind of crazy CG 3d like movie. Like when I go like to universal and you do the, the King Kong 3d uh, exhibit, if you've ever done that mm-hmm. before or something like that, like that's super cool. And you could mimic that. Uh, obviously that you don't have like, the effects that they do with like moving the actual car and stuff like that. But um, something that is uh, like a, a multi multiple hour experience in VR that maybe it's even, maybe it's passive. Maybe it's just my ability to be able to look around and see everything in 360. Um, like that would be cool. But even then it's like, I'm not going to pay, I'm not going to pay that much money to have that experience. I'm probably going to do it at somebody's house if they have it or, you know, I don't know, set up, a, I don't know, movie theaters or something would do something with that. I don't know. Who knows in the future? Yeah. But it's just, it's just not, I don't know. It's just not there yet. So yeah, so this is just more, I think this just kind of adds to the discussion of us being like, you know, the killer app has to, has to, but I don't, I guess what I'm saying is it's not just the killer app though. I think that's, that's part of it. But yeah. I think the other stuff you pointed out is also the issue. Yeah. It's beyond. I, just I think, yeah. App. It's like, it's, I think you're right that I think a killer app is is like the first piece that has to be in place but then there's still there's still a hump to get over um i think because because of just a lot of the the logistical challenges of vr yeah. in its current state like yeah i mean you still have to have a really powerful computer um yep. actually a good example from chat like i'm pretending to do my homework while watching the kb mod podcast <laughs> through multitasking it's like well actually that's sort of what i'm talking about that like you can you yeah. can sit here and watch a podcast or like maybe you know play Hearthstone or something else like while you're doing other things in VR you can't you can't have like VR goggles on and convince your parents that you're also doing homework right like it's just because <laughs> that's right you know what I mean and so like that may sound funny but I feel like that's actually really common that like you know maybe you're not not like you're not trying to fool your parents or something but you're trying to do multiple things at once. And you don't necessarily have time or the desire to dedicate right. yourself fully to this one specific thing for hours on end. And, you know, I don't know if, I don't know how VR gets over that. Cause like that's, that's sort of, that's like something that can't really change. You know, the whole point is like the goggles that are on your face. So maybe it changes when 
augmented reality becomes more of a thing where, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. more the goggles overlaying things on your current environment instead of being completely VR. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's what it takes. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll see. So, yeah, Oculus, they're winding down their story studio. And Microsoft also wants to wind down your attention on some of your favorite desktop apps with our next okay. news story. Not bad, not bad. Uh, not, not, bad. Not, bad. <sighs> not bad. I wouldn't say a full recovery, but, uh, you know. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't it's crashing and like, burning. It's, uh, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I mean, it's you, at this point, like, you could have dropped the, some kind of... You could, you could have possibly dropped yeah. a racial slur, and I would have said, that wasn't as bad as the first thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was... Just because of uh, in comparison, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, it's going to take about, like, maybe six consecutive good segues to... But that's your first one. We'll count, yeah, I would say six, but we'll count that one. We'll, we'll okay, cool, cool. Good job. That's a tally uh, mark. Yeah, this is going to be a bit of a rant, because, Brent, I'm going to let you take this, because take this you, you had you had a pretty good uh, picture of how this is going to be, but yeah, you're pretty upset with this and I understand why. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we like, we like talking about technology stuff uh, here every now and then. And there were a few technology stories this week. Um, but one of the bigger ones was uh, windows had Microsoft had a windows event uh, earlier this week where they showed off some new laptops and stuff. Um, one of the biggest things they announced was windows 10 S which mm-hmm. is pretty much just their competitor to Chrome OS. So Chromebooks have been um, gaining popularity, <clears throat> especially mm-hmm. like in educational sector, you know, because they're cheap and uh, you can access Google services and stuff on a Chromebook. So Microsoft is kind of is kind of a shot across the bow at uh, Chrome OS, mm-hmm. and so they uh, they they announced this Windows 10 S, which, as far as I can tell is just a bad windows like it's just it's just a strictly mm-hmm. worse mm-hmm. version of windows um so for example uh only windows store apps will work on windows 10s so you know you mm-hmm. know the windows store the thing we know and love uh that you know sometimes yeah, gets games exclusive to the windows store uh that have literally no one playing them um like the windows store is is so so far from a full-fledged marketplace that it's laughable um but that is the only place you will be able to get uh, apps for windows 10s uh also this and this is the real the real meat here is that the default browser and search settings (laughs) default browser is locked to microsoft edge microsoft's (laughs) own browser and the default search is locked to bing Oh yeah. You cannot change the default browser and you cannot change default search. It's now, terrible. I don't even care if you like Microsoft Edge and Microsoft Bing. Right. But that's not, not being the point. able to because change honestly, them, actually Bing's not that terrible. I Edge I haven't used, but Bing's I don't not that that's, that's like it does the thing is it doesn't Besides matter. It it, it doesn't the matter. The point is you can't change it. And especially like right. the default No choice. I could there there is there is a an an argument that I probably would not agree with, but there is an argument you could make that look you know the the default browser has to stay edge because they want to keep battery life up and so like if the if you can set your default browser to something else that maybe there's like a memory leak or some battery problem you know like then then people would get upset right so maybe i could buy that search search literally is just like plugging into an api right. to do searching there's no impact on battery life there's no like there's there is not a good reason 
aside from just the fact that they can, that they would lock you to using Bing. That is cruel. That is cruel. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. And, it, and, well, it, it's, it, and it's what you said. We talked about it in the pre-show, but this just seems like nothing but a money grab to be like, hey, why don't you just upgrade for uh, 50 bucks? Yeah, so that's the, that's, the, that's the next part is right. you can upgrade Windows <laughs> 10S to Windows 10 Pro for $49. <laughs> oh it's so bad dude it's so clearly like a i so, mean at least for for people that know what they're doing like why yeah why would you ever it's yeah i think uh lock yourself down like that yeah it just looks like i mean i think i think especially if you want to compete with chrome os i feel like chrome os you know at least has a pretty uh a pretty solid offering of like it's it's basically to access Google services and the internet. That's pretty much it, right? right? There's there's not much there's not much else there, and I don't know I don't know a ton about Chromebooks. I haven't used one, uh, but I know that they, you know it's like reasonably popular as a really low cost machine if you just need to like get to Gmail and Google Docs and things like that. Yeah, um, I think coming in Windows coming in and trying to make a device that's similar but locked to Microsoft services looks completely different because Microsoft services are not ubiquitous the same way Google services are, right? Like I'm, right. it's just not, I think Microsoft has way different baggage that comes with releasing something, something like Chrome OS and locking people to their own services. Um, and then, and then like charging $49 basically is just, to me is kind of just a slap in the face because it's like, mm. you can unlock this if you want, you just have to pay us. Right, you have to pay us a little bit extra money. At which point, you know, maybe the price point doesn't make sense. You know, people doing price shopping on these things are probably not going to think about the fact that it's locked down unless you pay another fifty bucks. Right. So um, Mm -hmm. I'm just, Mm -hmm. it's. Mm -hmm. I guess we'll, you know, we'll we'll see. I don't really even know who they're aiming for aside from the education market with this stuff. Um, But I just. It's a, I think it's a bad omen, you know, and uh, I, I linked mm-hmm. in the doc here, uh, Tim Sweeney, who has been, we've talked about him before, been an outspoken critic of, uh, of Microsoft and the Windows Store and the unified Windows platform, uh, you know, obviously being part of Epic Games, uh, who make the Unreal Engine, and so they have a, you know, a, pretty, a pretty big stake in, uh, you know, PC gaming not being locked down uh, by one company. And uh, he tweeted... This like just this incredible series of pictures uh, where he was searching, and I assume these are I, I have not verified these because why would I access the Windows Store? But I assume these are real screenshots uh, that he didn't doctor, but maybe he did. Anyway, it was good for a laugh. Uh, he's it it's screenshots of searching for through the Windows Store, and you search for Chrome, and it's like there's no results, but then under it is a banner for Meet Microsoft Edge. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then the next the next picture is a search for iTunes, no results. But uh, there's an app, Groove Music, huh? Groove Music, obviously owned mm. by Microsoft. Right. Uh, searching for uh, searching for Steam, no results. But then a banner for Xbox Live Games, huh? Oh my god! And then the last one was the best one where he searched for Maya. And then the, the only result was a game called Maya the Bee. Gosh. Oh my god! Maya obviously being uh, like a graphics program, 
yeah. that professionals use. Definitely not what you're looking for. Then. Nope. Nope. So yeah. yeah, we'll keep an we'll have to keep an eye on this. But uh, yeah, like I agree, Brandon. The, it's just, it's not uh, it's not anything encouraging. I guess there's not Definitely really not. much you can come out of this and being like, yeah, that, all this looks this looks like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just or seems a like a good way that the market's trending or Windows is trending. <laughs> and Microsoft. Yeah. yeah really. So yeah, Windows 10 S just seems like a culmination of bad choices. But this next news article seems like what could be a promising choice, and that's that Dota 2 is going to be getting mm-hmm. a co-op story-driven campaign. Mm. That's going to it's going to go for ten dollars. It's going to launch by the end of May. It's called Slit Breaker. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Silt Breaker. <laughs> uh, that, that, that sounds sexual. Wow. Um, <laughs> I was just about to say Slit Breaker sounds like Slit Breaker uh, four twenty, dude. It's going to be. Dude. That's another good online name, dude. Slit Breaker is an Slit incredible Breaker. online handle, dude. You oh, just wow. Wow, I'm gonna have to use that Steam. this week, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Slip breaker. Ah, you can have it, man. I discovered it, but you know, you did. No, no, that's yours, dude. You do what you want with that. That's we'll see. Uh, you'll probably make better use of it than I am. But they call me on the playground. Uh, <laughs> Slip breaker, bro. <laughs> Slip breaker sixty nine. Yeah, it's, it's almost as good as uh, as well. I yeah. If you said that, but I, I wanted to talk about Cervix Pounder four twenty first, but yeah, I guess oh. we can talk. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a co-op campaign, which you know, Dota two being yeah. strictly a MOBA for the longest time. Uh, this you know it could be promising. You know, you have a game like Dota, really solid mechanics. Like there, there's definitely like ways you can expand it besides just you know the original game type. So yeah, what do you guys think about this? I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm probably not gonna play it. But for I'm gonna ask Brandon because it says you know the article describes it as Diablo esque from the screenshots. Is that yeah, I mean, I well, we'll see. I'm not. I'm. I'm probably not gonna. I'm not gonna jump at playing it just because I'm not. I'm not big into Dota, um, and it requires yeah, you have exactly. to buy the um, the battle pass. So it's like part of the so sort of part of the promotion for the international, which they do every year, um, where you buy the battle pass and you can like rank it up and stuff. And a lot of people get really into that, and it seems like part of that this year is uh, is this co op campaign. Um, so it'll probably be a wait and see for me, but it sounds. It sounds interesting. Like I could, um, I could get on board with sort of a Diablo style campaign thing in Dota. Uh, I don't yeah. really know what that means aside from just right. like the camera angle is similar to Diablo. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, it's like this. I think this is a good idea to keep people engaged in Dota. Like they, Dota doesn't really have a doesn't really have a story to speak of necessarily. I think that people engage with so. Um, you know, it seems an, definitely an interesting way to promote the international, uh, which is like usually going to be the people that are hardcore into the multiplayer side of things. Yeah. So um, tying this to uh, having to get the battle pass, one, I'm sure ba- Valve will sell a lot of these battle passes like they do every year. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if they build on this or if this is just a one-off thing. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's just a, it's a headline I didn't really expect to see before now like i wouldn't have expected them to go um and do anything that's really like co-op campaign related to dota but uh yeah it is kind of well it's a little surprising it doesn't really do much you know it doesn't move the my move the needle for me too much but i'm you know if you play dota it might be a nice little change of pace so yeah that's cool 
Are you guys ready for another segue? Katie, I was just going to say, Katie's then just can't get done with these stories quick enough so that he can get his six segue <laughs> yeah, redemption back. Nothing to really done so that uh, he's ready. Yeah, nothing to really add to the news, but just I'm just going for these segues. But uh, yeah, like you've, got a good, you've got a good one here. There's got to yeah, be a good oh, one I here. Really do. Oh yeah, I've got it. It's all you know. They're all they've all been good ones. It's just all about the execution. But here we mm. go. All right. So Dota two, their co-op campaign. Hopefully, it's what you expect. This last week, a lot of people clicked on Google Docs, and it was not what they expected at all. Mm. Mm. I was thinking you could do a tie-in with like co-op campaign. Google Docs is for like you know doing cooperative doc sharing. Mm. It have been like mm-hmm. Dota Two might be getting a co-op campaign now, but Google mm-hmm. Docs has had a co-op campaign for years, and this week Ooh, I... Google Docs had a sophisticated phishing attack that hit millions. That's all right. I'm You'll not get there, lie, Katie. Boys, You'll get both there. Of, both of yours were a bit of a stretch. I don't know if <laughs> either of those I really like. Come on, Google Docs has had a co-op campaign for years. That's incredible. That's so. Good. That's kind of that's kind of not really the focus of it, though. I was trying to tie in, like you know, the focus of the the promise because you you said you weren't really expecting. Let's just talk about the fucking fishing attack. Okay. All right. so, <laughs> I like how we're so, not even. People are just like, my god, they're just so focused on the segways. So they're going to be talking about, about segways. We'll, we'll, let, we'll let chat decide. Attack. We'll let chat yeah. decide. <laughs> they, they uh, but yeah, so uh, we're we're moving into the quick hits, which uh, you know, I guess only differ from the news in that we are allowed to talk about them more briefly. More briefly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, going now. This is Go. like a. This is this is kind of an interesting uh, a tech story this week. That I'm sure a lot of people, if you're in the, like the professional world or if you use Google yeah. services, uh, you probably couldn't miss this because there was this major uh, phishing attack that happened this week where uh, someone made a Google application uh, that looked a lot like the official Google Docs app, and uh, and basically it sent a real-looking email uh, from. From someone that said, like, you know, so-and-so has shared a Google Doc with you. And it looked kind of real. And when you clicked the link, it took you to a re- to the real Google OAuth application page where you have to either deny or allow uh, an application to read, you know, whatever it wants from you. So in this case, the application asked to read, send, delete, and manage your email and manage your contacts. And so some people, like, real, you know, if you're, like, really into tech stuff, you might you might be like, hmm, that seems kind of weird. And if you click the drop down, you can see that actually it was this app that a guy made that was called Google Docs. Mm. Now, it remains to be seen why Google allowed any yeah. any app to literally name themselves Google Docs, but uh, I'm sure that's probably in their remediation steps for not letting mm. this happen again. Um, but anyway, when you hit allow, when you click that allow button, it went to your entire contact list and went and spammed them with the same the same right. thing, right? And so because this came from Google, like it was basically using Google's system, the, the OAuth system, um, yeah. where you were allowing this app to maliciously get your contacts and then email all of them. So it spread very, very quickly. Uh, this was like massive. It was like there was, a, there was a few hours where this was like all over the internet, right? Um, but luckily with, a, with an attack like this, uh, Google was able to shut it down immediately because it was all through infrastructure they actually controlled. It was from, uh, you know, Google Google Cloud, basically. Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of interesting. I thought it was worth pointing out because uh, 
I definitely saw it multiple times. Uh, it did not affect me because I'm I read my I read the emails I get pretty <laughs> pretty closely, and there were still some telltale signs like uh, a random in the two line there was a random at mailinator.com address. So uh, you know maybe yeah. maybe that should have yeah, tipped some people asking, off. But I was saying Brandon, like, what is your take on it? Because I was like, you know, I don't I didn't really have it didn't affect me, but. Scott yeah, has never like, has never written a document in his life, so it didn't affect yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. I don't need to be worrying about Google Docs, <laughs> except for I use um, whatever Google's version of Excel or whatever for Dungeons and Dragons. That's about it. I don't really yeah, fuck with course. Docs, but yeah. um, you know, it is it is like looking at the act what it actually is. Like if you see an address with H H H H H H right in the front or whatever, like, <laughs> at Mailinator, Mailinator yeah, is literally like a disposable like, email address platform. Yeah. Yeah, it's if you're at all savvy, like you definitely shouldn't be falling for that. I mean, yeah. definitely as far as phishing schemes go, like you said, it's 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 more advanced than it's better say, than most know, that I've seen. Nigerian that's not prints, a whole lot either. Yeah, but no, it's still definitely definitely has its issues. So, but a lot of people did fall for this. Like you know, yeah. even people yeah. that uh, that you know are in the tech space and stuff. Like I saw, you know, some tech journalists yeah. and stuff fell for this. Um, so it's it's definitely kind of scary because in a world where we're like there are so many services and you're kind of like oh here you've got to give this service access to like your Twitter account if you want to do the sharing thing or like you know in a basically like we're just giving we we give permission so much more often to different services so that they can yeah, do things exactly. on our behalf that I feel like an attack like this of course it was going to be successful right so it's just right. kind of kind of scary when you you think about how often people click allow on something that literally says this app would like to read, send, delete, and manage your email. Like that is a, that is a lot of things that I do not necessarily want a program to be able to do automatically. Right. Yeah. All right, Katie, I can just see your face. I'm just waiting for the, I'm waiting for the next segment. Oh, you didn't have one. Okay. I actually didn't have one. Okay. All right. Let's see if I can let you down. Well, speaking of sophisticated phishing, China, known for their nefarious phishing uh, in the great open ocean, a lot of times uh, taking things like whales and sharks and, you know, um, things that they're not supposed to. Maybe that's the Japanese. You know what? I don't know. It's, 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 it's a mix. I know that both. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I know China does nefarious things when it comes to uh, fishing. Okay. And even though it may be real life fishing. This has fallen apart. <laughs> I had a thread. I can there. never get shit about a segue <laughs> no, ever I again. I had the thread of an idea for something, and it just totally fell apart. God damn. Okay, hold on, hold on, wait, wait. Let me let me get back. All right, let's let's pretend that didn't happen. Okay. Speaking of fishing, China, known for some questionable fishing methods. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> yep, it's over. The only thing I have is that uh, all right, I'm just going to say the Chinese eventually uh, when you catch those fish you're going to have to put them in a box and this oh week my gosh. the Chinese oh. law forced Let's Blizzard go. and Riot to reveal uh, loot box drop rates in China great job that was, that was good that was blood. you say that was Brandon you just that came was in tortured. and saved it that, that was gorgeous <sighs> Well, yeah. So this week, uh, we've uh, actually talked about this before, uh, but I, we brought it up again here because 
this week actually Blizzard and Riot both uh, gave the gave the actual percentages for their various you know loot boxes. Um, so o- Blizzard with Overwatch and uh, and uh, Riot with League of Legends, obviously. Um, so I don't know that people actually really care about the percentages. Like if you care about the different percentages, you know you can probably look it up. Um, I think like the we learned that in China the Overwatch drops. You get an epic quality item on average once every 5.5 loot boxes and legendary item every 13.5 loot boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the So the catch here is that I'm pretty sure neither company is going to specify whether those are only the drop rates for China or whether that's actually the drop rates everywhere. Um, right. Because you know why would they if they don't have to say officially that it's also the drop rates uh, everywhere else too? Um, so anyway, it looks like that you know that Chinese law actually sort of did did have some teeth, or at least the uh, Blizzard and riots of the world did not want to risk going afoul of it. Um, but I mean, this could I guess it could be interesting that maybe this starts to usher in. This is like very optimistic mm-hmm. thinking, but maybe this starts to usher in a world of a little more transparency because I feel like that's one of the ways these games obviously make a lot of their money is, you know, people just sort of buy stuff and then click and they're like, Oh cool. You know, I got this skin. I really want to get another one of these skins and they click. And like the one time I feel like the one time that you get, you know, two crates in a row that have both like two legendary skins, it's like you get hooked because you don't have this information in front of you that is like, actually, that's a statistical anomaly. Like the, you're you're in like the point one percent. That hardly ever happens. And then you buy another hundred loot boxes, and it never you know it doesn't happen again. This is, I want to ask the greater question though. Do you think posting these things that any like it actually matters that people will actually go like, oh man, yeah, okay, I can see the chances. They're extremely low, but I already know that that I'm fucking basically gambling with with my you know money or my credits or whatever they're using. Like I I don't know. I just feel like people that do, are going to do this anyway. Yeah, it might be nice to see. Maybe, maybe it will depend. Maybe they'll open. I guess. I guess it's not. I guess there's no way that information is bad when it comes to this. I agree with that. Maybe it'll. Maybe people will go like, okay, now that I know the percentages, I'll open stuff that you know has a better chance, and I'll I'll stay away from the really rare stuff. I think the bigger, but even then, like it's already. I don't the bigger know. thing. The bigger thing I would care about here is not knowing the numbers themselves. It's yeah. It's having to have transparency on if they change the numbers. Because like, I think that's the thing that, in the back of my mind, is what worries me. And and so, like, I'll give my own personal experience with Hearthstone, right? This this most recent Hearthstone expansion, I bought mm-hmm. 50 packs, like I often do at the start of an expansion. <laughs> and I got yeah. very few legendaries, like, v- very few compared to what I've normally gotten. And uh, yeah. they have, like, these quest legendaries, these quest cards. I didn't get a single one of those. And so... Mm-hmm. There's like in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, did I just, am I just kind of an anomaly here, right? I know how the, how the randomness works. True. Sometimes you're on the lower end, sometimes you're on the higher end. Yeah. But yeah. like, did they actually change anything or is this just my imagination? And that's what I would want with these types of laws is I just want to know that nothing has changed because if something did change, like the law says they have to let you know that like on average now actually legendary items are going to be once every 15 boxes instead of every 13.5 like mm. then they sort of have to tell you if they're going to be changing that formula out from under you um and i think that 
like nefarious, you know, more nefarious developers. Like maybe at the start, this is this is like this is my conspiracy theory, right? Yeah. It's like Hearthstone mm-hmm. in the early days. Maybe they gave a higher proportion of legendaries to to keep people interested. But now right. you're already bought in, and so they lower the you know they lower it to try and squeeze you for more money. That would be the conspiracy theory, yes. sure. um, which this sort of stops them from being able to do that at least in China. In China, yeah, yeah. I I, I don't think there's any any chance anytime soon that if they don't have that they <laughs> that they're going to comment even if they they don't have to disclose them in the U.S. clearly or other parts of the world, but they're not going to be. There's not going to be any PR release like, uh, well, since China's making us do this, we wanted to be transparent for North America and Europe, and you know, I would be shocked, right? That doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't help. Yeah, they don't gain no, anything out of that, exactly. No but I also, from a from a practical perspective, it seems pretty unlikely that they would like make different systems in different countries just to change mm-hmm. things up. Like, I don't know that they have a ton yeah, of incentive to make things different just for China, but also I couldn't put it past them um, because mm-hmm. this is like, this is pretty important stuff to their business. So um, I could see them changing China just specifically so that, you know, competitors can't get intelligence on how they work in the rest of the world. But I think in general, this stuff is a good idea. Like now that I'm seeing the actual numbers, I really do. I think it will build a little more consumer confidence to be able to mm-hmm. know, you know, on average, how many legendaries or whatever I can expect when I spend fifty, sixty dollars on something. And right. I feel like right now, there has not this massive outcry about it. But I really like. Maybe this is just a personal opinion, but I I just don't like spending money on things where it's really a gamble. What I'm getting, unless I'm just mm-hmm. expecting that gamble, right? right? But it feels really bad to get all rare items, you know, when you expected to get like at least one legendary or something. Um, Mm. And so I could, I don't know. I I don't think these laws will become more prevalent necessarily, but I kind of hope they do um, because I don't really see the downside for consumers. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. I I don't think there's any downside for consumers. I guess I'm just more wondering. uh, Mike made a good point in chat talking about how um, that like with the the lottery in New York scratches, like they show the actual... um, chances of winning and then you know it doesn't stop that from being a billion dollar industry yeah so. exactly that's true it's, yeah it's, i mean lotteries like... are close lotteries are closely <laughs> regulated and people exactly. still buy scratch offs and you know lottery exactly. tickets every week even though they literally tell you the like tell you the odds <laughs> down at the bottom <laughs> right <laughs> exactly so um it may be i mean it's, it's not necessarily the same as like uh, uh, opening up a loot crate is different like with a lottery ticket like you might not get anything at all you might win something small especially with scratch offs it's like you you might get nothing, whereas at least if you're opening a crate, you, there is an item in there. It just might not be. Yeah, it's def- it's definitely very different because there's different. with a lottery, there's like either no value or like value, and with in-game right. stuff, it's like there's always some kind, there's always some value. You're getting something. It's just maybe not as much value as you want, so it gets a little murky. Right. Um. All right. Well, we've got from Blizzard. And uh, riot news to more Blizzard and riot news. You know, I'm going to keep this. Uh, I'm going to keep this. Or I'm this not a, sorry. This is a classic. Ar- this is a classic artisan segue here, Scott. This is. This speaking is. Speaking of uh, Blizzard and Overwatch. Speaking of Blizzard and Overwatch, how about Overwatch's play of the game meme being used in a South Korean political ad? Um, it's been done. Uh, wow. This uh, South Korean politician 
has uh, taken the, you know, the play of the game at the end of Overwatch. And I say meme because it's, you know, everywhere. Everyone pretty much knows that at this point. So many different uh, ones have been made. Uh, but yeah, we haven't seen we haven't seen an English po- uh, politician in the United States do this yet. So I'm excited for when that's going to happen. Um, Honestly, it's like yeah. a pretty it's a pretty good meme. It's, yeah, it's not bad. This I is, mean, and I know definitely it, it, resonate with me as a South Korean youth. <laughs> right exactly it's like it's like this politician is speaking obviously i can't understand any of it because it's muted and i don't speak korean but uh right. you know it's like i'm assuming it's got the hit sounds and stuff and it's her like speaking with uh, speaking on uh yes. I, I don't know what their like their congress equivalent it's, is called yeah. but it's it's like her ultimate like charging C-SPAN and stuff here yeah exactly it's like people. c-span coverage yeah. uh yeah it's pretty good it's a cool idea. I mean, I think, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the game's huge in South Korea, so it makes sense. Get some of that, get that young vote going. Um, yeah, I'd love to see that, uh, but not just with Overwatch. I'd like to see any kind of, like, I want to see, like, a COD kill cam. Like, I want to see, yeah. uh, I don't know, whoever, wh- whatever the next, you know, presidential election or, you know, um, <laughs> I want to see that, like, used. Uh, I don't know. Pandering is it kind of... Grand Theft Auto Machinima with... Uh, yeah bernie sanders in it you know yeah, i, I mean, want to i want to see i want yeah i want to see bernie sanders in gta roleplay servers like that's what i want to see right yeah um sorry katie you look like you're really focusing on a segue here are you ready to bail on this topic now let's talk about even more overwatch <laughs> yes overwatch, in, that is just an objectively good segue that is that was good yeah, Overwatch has their Activision Blizzard over $1 billion in less than one year, which is just a ludicrous amount of revenue. That's a, a lot, lot of money. It's a lot of money. Yes. Speaking of revenue. Mm. Are we done? Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to cut anybody off for a segue. What are, you saying? what are you saying? Are we done? You literally just said the headline. Oh, my God. <laughs> are we going to talk oh, anymore about I'm it? I'm sorry. Yeah, I was getting ahead of myself. Yeah. I mean... I think these two, I guess these two stories, the political ad one and then like the announcement that they earned over a billion dollars, it just, I feel like this is, Overwatch is like the, I feel like it's sort of the new Call of Duty. It's like the game that everyone knows about. Because yeah. I haven't even played a whole lot of Overwatch since it since it came out. Like I don't play that much anymore, but I feel like it's still, it is just such a popular thing. Like everyone knows what Overwatch is. So. 41 million monthly active users. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. Anyway, sorry. For a paid, I haven't seen for a that paid number game, and that, just that is a lot. Blew me away. Yeah, for a paid game. Yeah. Like, I. That's fucking that's nuts. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right, um, KD. I don't have yeah, any more to say right. on this topic. With all this money you're getting from Overwatch, you can put that money towards some new releases. Let's talk about... We've got some good stuff coming out this week. I like yeah. how you're, you're directing that to literally just Blizzard employees who happen to have the money that's being made <laughs> yeah. from Overwatch. Yeah. yeah, just them. I mean, where else could you possibly get money? You know, Who yeah. else is making that? There's, but, no, um, there's actually... Overwatch is the only property in the world making money right now. <laughs> that's right. That's how they're funding you know, food, healthcare. Mm-hmm. All through Overwatch. But uh, yeah, regardless of how you got your money, these are some ways you can spend it. Uh, Strafe, uh, which I think Brandon should take this. I feel I think you know more about this than I do. But this game, oh, I, I mean, think... Uh, 
yeah, yeah. I just I don't I don't know a ton about it actually. I just I know that it's uh okay. that it's like an old school shooter. Um, yeah. Dave Oshry talks about it a lot. Um, you can I think mm-hmm. I will say the screenshots absolutely look like in game screenshots. These look like the real deal. Yes. Um, yes. And it, I mean, yes. yeah, it's like a it's a a I will I will just read their description because it's pretty yeah. good. It is the mm-hmm. fastest, bloodiest, deadliest, most adjective abusing, action packed first person shooter of 1996. There you go. And it comes out sure. on May 9th, 2017 for $19.96. $0.96. $0.96. Cents. $0.96. Cents. Like see moment. what they did there? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. What's all there about this game? Surgeon's General Warning. The Surgeon General was brutally murdered by Strafe. <laughs> and that's where that it goes. <laughs> and then anyway, there's some good, there's some clever writing here. The, yeah, definitely hearkening. You this, know, yeah, this looks, this looks Time very passed. similar to... Uh, I can see why Dave is all over this game because this actually kind of yeah. looks like Dusk, oh. a game that he's working on. It's also kind of brutal and old old school graphics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for twenty bucks, this this looks uh, this looks pretty cool. Yeah, definitely featuring breathtaking photorealistic graphics. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. you can good. see it from the screenshots. Exactly. Yeah, I I can't tell the difference. Yeah, but yeah, this game looks dope. May 9th for a pretty good price. Next up is a game called Birthdays the Beginning, which uh, is kind of an odd game. It's a garden growing game. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I thought this was, uh, I really just added this because of uh, like the, the developer working on it, Arc System Works, mm-hmm. the team behind Guilty Gear, yeah, and a lot really of ridiculous weird. anime really fighting weird. games. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what they're doing. It's a total to- different direction. Definitely a different direction for them. Yeah, absolutely. They create a cube-shaped world that appears to have like dinosaurs. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. you make unique life forms. Unique life forms, it says, and then you create conditions for life, and then witness worth, uh, witness the birth of an entire ecosystem. I mean, hey, I, Scott, we were just talking about how you know VR yeah. is going to need some like kind of non-gaming experiences. <laughs> This one, yeah. I don't know. It's like, is this mm-hmm. even a game, or is this just sort of like, are you actually creating life? Mm. <laughs> wow. Just fulfilling some sick fantasy. Just watching. <laughs> I'll come before you. Birthday is the beginning. That might actually be one of the worst titles of any game I ever. <laughs> it really <That> is <laughs> awful. I mean, even oh, looking at it, even I'm gonna just put it in chat. And when you see it written, it's just it's. I don't know. It doesn't tell you anything. Like it doesn't tell you anything about the game. I mean, not that you have to explain your game in, in your title, but that's it's rare. Japanese, dude. They don't I know, I know. Yeah, sense. I'm sure it's lost in translation or something. But they could call it Ultra Time Dinosaur Cube Force. <laughs> yeah. F. Right. I'm sure they but, had to um, scrap a few very anime-sounding titles for this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interestingly enough, this game is on Hutchison 15's wish list. Oh. This this game, yeah, I believe. So it. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to interrogate him about that next week if mm-hmm. he's on. Did anybody tell him that there's no uh, floppy penises in this game? Like there are must because <laughs> I don't know that. Uh, That's true. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Witness the the birth of an entire ecosystem, and you think there's not genitalia? Yeah, that's oh. a good point. I mean, it looks a little bit too PG for that, but I don't know. Yeah, that's maybe. what they want you to think. <laughs> you don't put <laughs> that in the screenshot, Scott. It's gonna be good, dude. All if right, I can't see yeah. a T-Rex nut on a tree, <laughs> then that's not a... 
Just think of doing it. It's not a god game, dude. We know know how that fruit came into existence, right? Did you guys know that? Oh, Oh, T-Rex nut. Damn. All right. About this next game. Yeah, Yeah, this next one. You don't know how long I've waited to include Mm. an RPG Maker game on a new release section. And this isn't, this actually, surprisingly, is not some, you know, anime or a visual novel kind of deal. This game is is called Raccoon, or Raccoon. And this is a special RPG Maker game on Steam because not only does it not use any of the stock assets that come with it, which a ludicrous amount of games that cost money on Steam use. But this is actually a pretty beautiful-looking game. It looks very, very artistic. Uh, It's about a... It's kind of a non-traditional RPG. There's no combat. Uh, It's... I'll read the description here. A hospitalized boy comes to terms with his own story by traveling with his mom to a beautiful fantasy world, ultimately helping his fellow patients find closure by walking a mile in their shoes. Hmm. Now, that just sounds like a damn premise with a lot of potential that sounds like a heartwarming and character rich story which funny enough is actually the first thing listed in the features (laughs) section yes but yeah it does interesting looks like it was i'm reading the the developer line right it's just someone's name so it looks like maybe just the one one person made this passion project by laura laura shigihara shigihara yes shigihara desu (laughs) Uh, but yeah, Raccoon comes out uh, May 10th. Honestly, and, uh, though, if you're going to play it, you probably want to upgrade your system because I'm seeing uh, 1024 1020, by 768 high color uh, plus Ooh. in the graphics department, and uh, you're going to need 200. Here's a question for you. Do you think that Lara herself actually owns a Windows PC with an Intel Pentium 3 that she tested this mm. on? <laughs> I know. That's, does she that's know? Does she know, you know that it runs on my <laughs> Pentium Three? Yeah, she. I. You know what? Laura sounds like a stand-up gal. I bet she. Bet she tested herself. Does she know if I take out my RAM sticks and I put in just one 512 megabyte stick of RAM, is it going to run? Mm. If it doesn't play, I'm gonna kick her ass. <laughs> gonna have some upset customers. Yeah, it's gonna be insane. Yeah. I can just see the flooded uh, negative reviews now. It's it's really <laughs> a shame. I mean, now granted, I, I don't want to see you know GTX 660 down there and recommended graphics, but they're probably just going off of the recommended RPG maker. I'm graphics. sure she probably like, is. Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no price yet. But this does look like a, a game to keep an eye on. Mm. And uh, next up is a game that I will furiously be keeping an eye on. Purely Actually, because... just to mention, it doesn't it doesn't have a price, but it's possible that yeah. it may it may be like super cheap or free, or maybe That's they true. pay. Yeah. They maybe they might even pay you to play it. Who knows? <laughs> you mean they, you I mean, they would function. definitely pay KD to play it. That's a given. That's yeah, I'd be the sponsor for sure. But uh, yeah, next up is a game that includes the word "Souls Light Combat" I saw or the phrase. I saw that. <laughs> its description, so naturally I have to mention it on the new release section. But this game actually looks pretty cool. It's called Dead Cells. Mm. It's a roguelite Metroidvania action platformer. Oh, gotta fit those uh, buzzwords in. Absolutely. Yeah, it's Can I just gotta, say I'm just... I don't play a roguelite unless it's Metroidvania. Okay. No. 
Honestly, that right there is a like I just I'm out. I am I am absolutely Oh. But don't let that screw you. Not because it'll be bad, but because like seriously, dude, come on. How hard are you trying? That's the that's the market today. And I I mean I thought the same thing too, especially seeing Souls Light. Like that's clearly pandering to that audience. And then I played the trailer. And it looks like Uh some really Genuinely fluid, well-done animation. Some pretty satisfying combat. Some beautiful pixel art. Uh, and yeah, it's the I believe the debut game from Motion Twin, which hmm. is a game developer name I never would have thought of. Um, and yeah, it's got some already got some pretty promising uh, reviews from Kotaku, Rock Paper Shotgun. Uh, so yeah, this yeah. is one to look out for. I'd say yeah, for sure. Looks, it, that's not, buzzwords aside, it does look like a pretty neat game. It does. No, it's, it mm-hmm. looks very... At least at the very least, it's pretty. Pretty looking. Yes. Like Although I would prefer if less games threw all this shit in their, in their descriptions. Yeah. Knowing full well the people. I mean, I'm looking here. Steam community tags. I don't see Souls Light anywhere. Mm. And I have to enter that in myself. <laughs> they could, but, they, uh, yeah. They combined... Feature their feature. It says Roguevania. Like, how many times Rogue-vania. are we going to just combine words to to talk about the same thing? Oh, I see roguelite and roguelike, both very popular. These are divine tags. But yeah, we've, we've uh, made sense. <laughs> no word on a price yet. Obviously, yeah. I mean, this isn't really sexual. Are we expecting? Uh, but yeah, that comes out May tenth. Next up is one of the most artistically well-done games I've seen in a long time. This game is called, is called uh, Ovivo. I hope I said that right. Ovivo. It's a... Are you sure that's what it's, it's called? Platformer. I feel like when you say that, you need, it needs to have some more emphasis behind it. Yeah. Ovivo! There you go. There we go. There we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this game is... Um, it's, a, it's a platformer, but you're not really doing a lot of, you know, standard uh, conservative platforming. Uh, you're, you're a ball. And every time there's, there are only, there's only black and white in this entire game. And whenever you touch something of the other color, your gravity changes. So you end up ping ponging through a lot of these levels. And just going by the trailer here, which I recommend you watch, I'm going to drop a link in chat. Uh, it looks like you're going through, some really neat environments and it, the, the description talks about it's a metaphoric world filled with illusions and hidden messages. So yeah, definitely it's a definitely, it's already got some awards uh, from shows dating back to uh, from a game jam from 2014. So this game's been in development for a long time, finally coming out. So yeah, this is one to look out for. That's, that's pretty May cool. I like, the, I like the premise reminds me of uh, some of the puzzle games. Uh, that have like you know sort of an interesting catch it's like this one's interesting mm-hmm. catch is one it's only black and white but then the gravity thing i could imagine it's almost like a it seems almost like a puzzle game it doesn't say puzzle game but yeah like it, it kind of seems like that yeah for sure but yeah it looks good uh may 12th no price but uh keep an eye for that one and uh last up here We've saved the best for last. This, this is the best. I've been looking through this, dude. This game is called Stay, Stay, Democratic People's Republic of Korea. And it's a visual novel where uh, it's made by 
Dev Group E, which you remember from such classics as uh, Panzer Models Tank <clears throat> Tank Dating Simulator, <laughs> where you date a bunch of girls named after military tanks. Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, I'm really there are a couple things that stand out to me. It's uh, the premise of the game is you you're, you're you're an agent in North Korea. You've got uh, two bodyguards with you who you can romance, of course. Uh, one screenshot shows one of the female leads saying, I, ellipsy, I love you, Donald Trump. Yes, he's not joking. <laughs> one that is one of the screenshots. And one of the trailers is a commissioned clip from Big Man Tyrone. I was going to say, they have the guy from Fiverr. The, the Fiverr guy yep. who you've yep. seen from countless montage parodies. Uh, they got him to uh, act for a trailer for this game. And that's pretty much all that needs to be said. I don't really... Uh, well, this wasn't added for the game itself. This no. was added for Big Man Tyrone. That's what we all came for. God. Good day, lads! <laughs> it's so good. Uh, but yeah. Wow. So that comes out on May 11th. So there you go. Keep an eye. You know, if this is going to blow up on... Jacksepticeye, Markiplier, PewDiePie. They're going to be rolling out Let's Plays. This is going to be the oh, next yeah. big hit. And you're yeah. going to hear about it. You've heard about it first on the KB Mod podcast. This game of the year. There, there you go. Called it here first. <laughs> awesome. All right. Viewer questions. Let's do it. Yeah. Thank you, Katie, for the new releases. Just absolutely, just an absolute banger you put out there. As that was a banger. That was that was a culinary <laughs> banger. Um, speaking of culinary bangers, hey, uh, the the Iron Midget uh, hits us with okay. So there was a Vice article this week uh, that basically, I mean, it's mm, it was a long piece of reading, but it basically claimed that pizza is a sandwich, and Iron Midget asks us, "Is pizza a sandwich?" And I don't, I don't know if you guys read the article. I mean, it was it was pretty long. Did I read the article? No. Yeah, I didn't. Okay. Yes. But I'm sure you have an opinion, Brandon. But I'm I sure have I, I have skimmed the article, yes. and it seems yes. that at the beginning, I understand the premise being set forth, which right. is the line, pizza is the world's most popular hot open-faced sandwich. Mm. So they are basically, like, they're sort of skirting the, the loophole here, which is, like, open-faced right. sandwiches muddy <laughs> this debate heavily. Yes, and so do. if you if you want to believe that like open face sandwiches fully qualify as sandwiches, then pizza I mean pizza basically looks the same when you write it down. Like when you write down right. the way it's made, it is made like an open face sandwich. So I understand right. that premise if you want to buy into that entire line of thinking. But open face sandwiches are just like it's it's a minefield, right? It's a minefield. It if think, you start going down it 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 yeah, there's so many issues when if you allow that into your worldview. If someone walked up to me and asked mm-hmm. me if pizza was a sandwich, I would just say "fuck you." Yeah, you wouldn't even give them an answer. You just the answer is not important in that question. No, you're clearly a radical. The the problem with this whole thing is it it goes into the deep. I mean, not that I, me telling people that they're overthinking the sandwich <laughs> question is probably a little bit uh, hypocritical because that's I mean what we do here. <laughs> but th- that this is really, like you said, Brett, this is this is really reaching. And I again, I can understand the premise with the whole open face sandwich mm-hmm. thing. But pizza, like, 
it, this is this is we just don't need to go here. This is just just feels unnecessary. There's other things that we can talk about when it comes to like we got the hot dog sandwich yeah. question and obviously a million mm-hmm. times and all that. We can discuss the merits of the KFC double down. Okay, like mm-hmm. within our lanes when we're talking about sandwiches that most people can agree on or at least debate pizza throwing that into the mix is just like it's just irresponsible is maybe the word i'm looking for yeah, yeah. i think because, it's beca- i think it's yeah. because it's because the word sandwich can be used if you want to if you want to qualify sandwich as a category an entire right. category of food items a yeah. lot of things fit into a loose definition of a sandwich but right. the that's not like you're missing the forest for the trees at that point because you exactly. should never call a pizza mm-hmm. a sandwich. If you ask someone for a sandwich, right. 100 times out of 100, they're not going to give you a pizza. Right? That's a because great point, too. That's a great point. It's, it's a matter great. of practicality. That yes. like, It doesn't actually matter if a pizza fits the, sort of, the definition you see as a sandwich. Is that you'd never walk mm-hmm. in and say, give mm-hmm. me a sandwich. You would also never walk in and say, give me a pizza sandwich. Because that That's would be right. different. People would interpret that differently than if you walked in asking for a pizza. So I think it comes down to practicality when you have this debate. It's like it actually doesn't matter if it's a sandwich or not. It matters in like would you ever refer to a pizza as a sandwich? And the answer is no, you wouldn't. Because there's a better word to describe pizza, and that word is pizza. Pizza. Drop the fucking mic, Brandon. I'm so you know what I. You fucking nailed it. Anything else needs to be said. Just drop the. You know what? How about someone clip that and at Vice? Okay, (laughs) someone clip that and at Vice on Twitter in regards to. Someone clip that. Add in when Brandon said "get shit on" on episode 100, (laughs) and then you got splice it together. That's that's that was there is uh, fully agree. There is one thing from this article that is just truly wonderful and had some genuine work put into it that we have to Mm. talk about. They've created this sandwich alignment chart, which kind of goes the same way as like, you know, like a D and D what chaotic evil or lawful good. Where in this uh, This case, it's, it's, it's awesome. Uh, One side is there's ingredient purist going down to ingredient rebel. And the other side is structure (laughs) purist going down to structure, structure rebel. So, you know, ingredient and structure purist, you have like a BLT, Hardline traditionalists, and it goes all the way to like if you were a structure rebel, but you're ingredient purist, uh, you have like a wrap. You know, it's got all the things of a sandwich, mm-hmm. but it's 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 not bread. But you have you know a structure a structure purist <laughs> and an ingredient rebel, which is ice cream between two waffles is the sandwich. My favorite and, though is the absolute yeah is the extreme. Oh, say is the ingredient yeah. rebel structure rebel. Tell them what that one is. If you if you combine ingredient rebel with structure rebel, you get radical sandwich anarchy, which is a pop tart. Which is a just pop-tart. absolute nonsense. Yep. Which is exactly which is nonsense. Yeah. I don't know. I think yeah. looking at this chart, I definitely fall into I think I'm a true am I a true neutral? I would say that that's what I gravitate no, towards. Yeah. True neutral um, is a hot dog. Right. A hot dog is a sandwich is listed on true neutral. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I would have to look at, I have to consider a little bit more. I think it depends on the day, man. And sometimes you ask me certain days, I'm a true neutral. Some days, no, I'm never a radical. I'm never, I'm never an ingredient rebel, structure rebel, anarchy. I'm never in that state, but sometimes I'm a little bit more specific. I'm an ingredient purist some days. 
I think I typically but, would go with structural purist, if if only because that like that those are things you would call sandwiches. Like when yeah. you, when you call something an ice cream sandwich, you don't right. call it only a sandwich, but like you use sandwich to describe the structure. And I feel like yeah. that's most often the time when the word sandwich is applicable. Because like mm. you would never call a burrito a you know a meat sandwich or like a Mexican no. sandwich. You just don't. So I think that's where like I draw the line is sandwich I think is most clear to define structure. And you don't mm. like that that just feel that feels natural to me. Because like you would call an ice cream sandwich, I think is absolutely a sandwich. It's just mm-hmm. it's yeah, like yeah. I don't mind going ingredient rebel on that definition. That's another great online handle, Radical Sandwich Anarchy. <laughs> that, that's a really good one. I will say this grid has added meaning to my life. So something, yes. <laughs> something good has come from this discussion. Yes. All right. Well, there you go. Thank you, Iron Midget, for the uh, the question. Our next one comes from McKinnery on Twitter, and he's, he asks us uh, the following. You guys talk about restaurant food a lot, but what is your favorite food to make at home? It's a great question. Hmm. to make it home i have two I things do... I, was, I was i was thinking about this sorry what were you gonna say katie you had, you had a thought i'm just gonna say i don't make a lot of food so i'll go with yakisoba noodle meals <laughs> okay i mean are you <laughs> pre <Pre-pre-> okay <laughs> i think he's i think he's that, or maybe like, uh maybe a uh, bowl of cereal do you make anything with the actual ingredients like that's not put in a microwave or that doesn't require cereal mm-hmm. Right, isn't pre-prepared. Uh, I, I make the water when I move the sink handle. Okay. Oh, <laughs> master chef. God damn it. Okay. All right. I do uh, a lot less cooking than I would like to. That's one thing I definitely want to improve on. There's, but that's my master. There's ability. a difference between doing yeah. a lot less cooking and doing literally no, no literally so, zero. So little, cooking, yeah. so little cooking, you can't answer this question unless right. you talk about cereal. Like, you could have even said fucking well, toast, KD. I would have taken toast, but you... Toast? Yeah, I mean... You make toast, Listen, right? man. Do you ever... You you ever yeah, I've, I've prepared a bagel. Yeah. Okay. Are you telling I mean, me you don't can. have any, you don't have any, like, little specialties? Like, for example, yeah. my answer here is probably stuff. egg sandwich. I don't cook often. I knew you were going to say egg but sandwich. But egg sandwiches are my go-to, and they're fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Toast the bread, cook the eggs. I I was going to say my thing is sandwiches in general, but with all kinds of of different meats and like trying out. So like, let's say I make a a steak or I'll have a pork loin or a chicken some night. It's then repurposing. So I'll have leftovers, right? And repurposing that into some kind of like, I'm like, my tab always makes fun of me, but I'll be like, all right, I'm going to make something for lunch. I got leftover chicken and I'm in there, dude. I'm slicing the chicken up, the chicken breast I had. I'm marinating it and some seasonings. I'm cooking mm-hmm. it on the, on the stove. I'm, you know, making some kind of aioli and then maybe adding <laughs> some bacon. Like I, like I like crafting different kinds of sandwiches with like, so I enjoy doing that, and also like making anything breakfast. Mm-hmm. I love making breakfast. Uh, and given given how often so. we've talked about sandwiches on this cast, it yeah, should be clear not... that uh, that we have <laughs> at least one sandwich enthusiast. I do. I do love crafting different. And then I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, man, this would be. And sometimes I impress myself, uh, and I'm like, man, this is. If I ever open a restaurant, I'm going to remember this, and then I always inevitably forget. Uh, and then forget yeah, to you, it you just forget to open a restaurant. <laughs> well, yeah, that's. <laughs> but. No. Yeah. So any kind of, yeah, it's funny, actually, that would have been a good segue uh, speaking because we haven't done segues oh. for the questions, but yeah, 
crafting different kinds of sandwiches mm-hmm. is always fun. Yeah. I mean, I've I've made like wraps, you know, or like yeah. paninis. All right. Yeah. Okay. We're getting we're getting right. warmer. Works. We're getting a little bit warmer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, I, I'm not gonna ramen noodles wouldn't be my you know official answer, but yeah, that's definitely something I want to improve on. Is you know, culinary are solid. I like are good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Okay. But yeah. All right. Well, um, speaking of paninis, I flansy uh, ask us on. I don't know. Oh, Uh, wait. Real quick. Yeah. Extra Life this year. Yes. And we have our KB Mod cooking show. That's the perfect opportunity. It's my ability. There you go. That should be like a stretch goal is Katie Zen makes a full meal (laughs) on stream. feeds the whole staff. No, that's so genius that we'll get the ingredients. Maybe people choose the ingredients and then you can make whatever you want. Like almost like uh, we give you a basket, like, uh, like chopped and you just, you have to put something together and then we get to taste test it. Oh my God, Katie, people would donate bonkers for that. For to see you cook chat. Don't let me down. How would be great. Would that be? And just, just let you know, like give you some chicken, give you a few. Like, you got to use these things, but okay. what are you going to make? I'll have to start practicing. Yeah, yeah. Donation, yeah. donation incentives cool. for different ingredients. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe higher for like stuff that's a little more obscure. That's like he's got to use fish sauce. It's like oh, boy. <laughs> oh my god, fish sauce, cream cheese. Uh, the more money you donate, the more exotic it gets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. that'd be good. And he has to like, I have to play Dark Souls. Well. <laughs> like not die. I think no, I mean maybe that's legs. a bit too far. Pop rocks. Oh, no. <laughs> um, all right. Flanzi asked us on Twitter if you had one last concert to go to, what two bands slash groups would you want to collab for that concert? So I'm not. I'm kind of. Um, if you had one last concert, so what would you? What two bands or groups would you want to see? If it yeah, was your think, if it was your last concert, I guess. I think the idea is like they would they would collaborate for the concert, not that they would like both go on one after the other, but they would like play together or something. Got it. Um, man, I mean, I, it's easy for me. I mean, I'm going to see. I'm actually seeing Coheed on the. I know you saw Coheed recently. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing them on the 10th, which I'm very excited about. So Coheed's in there, easy. And then this is maybe one that you wouldn't expect. I would love to see my boy Bangs. If you haven't seen oh, Bangs from YouTube, okay. uh, take bangs, it, like, bangs take it to a movie with Coheed. Dude, can you oh imagine, dude? God. That's definitely uh, that could be interesting. That would be fantastic. Like you know, so one of my YouTube uh, favorite YouTube finds of all time with uh, with your boy Bangs could be could be pretty oh, exciting. God. I pay a lot for that ticket. <laughs> um, Full yeah, me, what about you guys? Sold out. I probably. Do you guys remember uh, D4 any Danny? He did that song, you know, goodbye to all the people who hated on me. Have you ever heard that? It was like a YouTube like joke song. I think I'm lagging. I can't hear you guys. <laughs> Hello? No, I, I'm not familiar with that song. <laughs> oh, no. Danny is a beast. Mm, okay. Am I lagging for you guys at all? Or- Oh shit. Tell me about Danny. Hold on, APL just dropped out of the call for me. There we go. I'm back. I literally lost oh, okay. on KD. I just couldn't hear okay. what you were saying. I could only hear Brandon. That was really weird. 
I've been roboting a lot, so I assumed that was like. Oh, well, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, Danny, he's a brilliant it. rapper. Yeah, uh, he's you know a, he's an up and coming rapper. Oh yeah, Danny. And you should talk about Danny. Yeah, Danny's incredible. Okay, good. Yeah, someone knows who Danny is. <laughs> yeah, put him as the front man for Metallica for one show. <laughs> Think about the brilliance. Wow, that would be something. That to me. Okay, can I just point out? Did you guys point out that radical sandwich anarchy is in our chat? And it's just said, I don't really oh. know where to go with this username now that the conversation has moved forward. <laughs> Dude, that's such a good These two questions ago. God bless. Hey, listen, I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate the, uh, the meme. Uh, that was good. I think that was also a name change, not, well, not a new account. No, was so it? Yeah. I appreciate Probably. that dedication. Yep. Uh, I would go. You uh, you kind of stole my answer in part uh, with Metallica, but Metallica is one of my Mm. favorite bands. I'm going to mix one of my favorite bands of all time, Metallica, with the best Mm. band I've ever seen live, which is Rammstein. I would mix those two. Okay, that'd be nuts for for just probably the best concert of my life. Uh, I'd like to see something with uh, Metallica and Lady Gaga after they played together. That was actually pretty good. I want to see more of that. Yeah, I could definitely see like some some good cool. collaborations with a with a pop artist mm-hmm. that has a good voice, and like you know a band that like Metallica that has songs that you really like, uh, yeah. but have someone else sing. Sure. That could be interesting. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we've got one more question. Uh, for me, it's going to be a very quick answer, but I don't know about you guys. Maybe you'll give it more thought. Eco official on Twitter asked us if you could live and work up in the International Space Station for a whole year, would you? Absolutely no. not. Not even. Not wouldn't yeah, even. Yeah. So. All right. I think the novelty <laughs> of no gravity would like wear yeah, off. That would I mean, be cool. real quick. I mean, well, here's here, the reason my answer is an immediate no is just that 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 is not something you can just do and be like, oh yeah, I guess uh, I guess I'll go work up there for a year. Because like it takes it takes a ton of training. You, yeah. I mean, you actually, mm-hmm. you know, a year of your life is spent up there, basically only doing work. Like, if you, if it's so important to you that like being able to see the world, you know, from space is worth a year of your life, that's like, but mostly just work. Oh, yeah, then no. yeah, I guess I could see it. Too. But I feel, I feel like it takes a special type of person to want to do Absolutely. that work. If you had said like a week or something, like. Even oh, like, that'd be yeah. cool. That'd be an incredible experience. Even I don't, a month. I don't know. Yeah. We'll start year. getting onto that. I like, feel like a week. Maybe a, a week. I could. I could maybe do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was on board until like say, if it was just living up there. I mean, I'd bring my fucking yo gaming PC. I'd bring my entire backlog of games. Like or you know just something to do. But this question says if you could live and work. That's probably some hard work up there in the space station. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you don't get to really, like when you're in the International Space Station, you don't get to choose the type of work you're doing. Yeah. You're only doing work related right. to space. Exactly. Exactly. Plus, I mean, we, I've talked about this before. I, I spent, there was another question where I, I asked the question in space, masturbation, right? You're connected to all of these machines, they monitor everything. Like, if you need to get a nut, dude, like, all of NASA knows that you're... I'm not saying that you can't do it, but, I mean, honestly, for a full year... Well, the, thing is, the knowing, thing is, in space, there's yeah. a process. 
Right? Yes. You, gotta, you gotta follow the process. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you're you're risking not your life and everyone else's. Right. His heart rate's spiking. What's going on? What's going? Oh no, he's just jacking off for the sixth <laughs> time today. For, you know what? We really shouldn't have allowed. Ape, this APL Fisher guy who got a full year. He doesn't even do work. He just sits up there watching shitty YouTube videos and jacking off. Why? What, who, who allowed this? Eco official? What is, he's using, what up is all our, he's using up all our bandwidth on these bad YouTube videos. <laughs> oh, and when he's not on Pornhub, he's on fucking shitty YouTuber channel, channels. <laughs> like, what is this? I mean, I don't know. I just, it would go very poorly. So I know this is all hypothetical, but, yeah. you know, it's just not, not something. No, that, I, I think. I don't think I could do a year. I don't even know if I could do a month. I could I could maybe do a week and that would be pushing it. Yeah. Same. Same. So no. So for for the question and it's the form that it was asked, I think it's a no from all three of us. So I think a better question would have been what what is the maximum amount of time you would spend in a internet working in a space station? In a space station? Yeah. I'd say like I think before. the novelty would wear off. I, I I really do feel like the whole floating thing. Like after about a week, I I think yeah. a week anywhere for vacation or whatever. I mean, this wouldn't be a vacation. I mean, if we're if we're actually talking, like I get to choose how much time I spend up there, yeah. we're spending about twelve hours. Okay. Mm. To get the yeah, because like experience. here's like let's say when you go to a place, right? If you're going on normal vacation, uh, you do you stop at the place and just marvel at it? For days? No. You stop, you take some pictures, right? You maybe take a selfie, you get some different angles, and you're done. And you're like, you know what? That was cool. I enjoyed that. Right? But I'm not I'm not one of those people that even let's say you're going to like Yosemite, where there's a yeah. ton of different things to see, like maybe, maybe you could get a week out of a big national park like that. But in space, all you have is space. So like what are you gonna look at aside from the earth and the moon? And maybe whatever else you can see, that's all you're going to look at. So yeah, right. maybe let's give it a few hours. I'll definitely, you know, I'll I'll take it in. But I think I think a little any more than that, I'd be ready to go after the first day. Yeah. Okay. I know. I see your I see your logic there. I mean, hmm. yeah. I don't know. I could probably do a couple of days. I don't know. I I I might I might err on the side. I just feel like if I'm going to go all the way up there, feel like I'm risking my <laughs> life, even though it may be safe. I think 12 hours might be a little bit too short for me. I'll be like, well, I just, I took a rocket, you know, I was strapped to a fucking rocket to get up here. So I'll but give our, it a little bit I more I mean, time. let's be honest though. By the end of that second day, you're going to be ready to go. Yeah. You're going to be I like, all right, my, I don't get a cell signal up yeah, here. Yeah, because it's Can not like you're going along? to a destination. Like you're literally, <laughs> like there's no pool up there. You're not chilling in some beautiful like it's yeah no that's you're that's the be, other thing. I know if you were in space, Scott, you're gonna be sitting there on your phone checking Twitter, and it's like no service. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I am. I'm gonna be so <laughs> oh, no. so fast. I'm gonna be so over space food. You know, I'm gonna be drinking Tang and eating fucking whatever else they developed for NASA developed and uh, fucking yeah, you're spam. Gonna, you're gonna be eating like I'll the the solid ice cream stuff. It's gonna be like, all right, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of done with That's... that. Yeah. All right. Well, good questions this week. Appreciate them. Uh, we would now go to our iTunes podcast review of the week where if we had one, if we had one, we would read it and we would laugh and we would uh, possibly cry and we would be so enthused by how creative our community is. But it looks like this week our community wasn't very creative. Someone had the so. opportunity to enrich our lives and enrich yeah. their own. And you all yeah. passed up on it. 
Yeah, I guess we're oh. just not doing that right now. So, um, but in the future, uh, if you would like to leave us a review, give us, uh, you know, let us know how we're doing. Uh, you can do that by obviously, you know, opening up your iTunes. You can do it on your mobile device and, you know, finding the Mod podcast, rating it five stars, which is absolutely what this podcast is. What other podcast, you know, would say that they would spend 12 hours in space and get the fuck home. We do, we're not afraid to we're not afraid to say it like it is. You what know? what other podcast are you going to come to to find badly done segues, badly right. done like second attempts at segues and then people <laughs> randomly disconnecting due to internet issues? Like what podcast right. is going to give you this kind of quality? You can't find that experience anywhere else, only on the Kevin podcast. So um, definitely get the reviews going. Would like to see, you know, next week I want to see two or three reviews that are, that are worthy of, uh, us reading them. So get, get it together guys for episode 278, which will be next week. We're on 277 right now. This is a call to action and, um, <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, but it's been a, uh, it's been a real treat as always, uh, chatting with you gentlemen about matters of life and death and, pizza and you know other things uh, <laughs> obviously you can check out kbmod.com uh for different articles reviews build guides uh check out the multi-stream uh, of course also the twitch channel that we are currently broadcasting from has shows during the week so always check out twitch.tv slash kbmod um at different times uh because there's probably something going on you can follow kbmod gaming on twitter at kbmod gaming I am at APL Fisher. Volition is at, excuse me, Brandon is at V-O-L-1-T-I-O-N. Katie Zen is at Katie Zen 18. And yeah, thanks again so much for listening. And we will see you guys next week. Farewell. Oh, vivo!